listening to the Star Wars Weekly Podcast. Hello there. Welcome to the 30th episode of the Star Wars Weekly Podcast, where each week Adam, Grant, and I use our exclusive tap into Coruscant's core world news and discuss everything that happened in the past week, as well as many other Star Wars related ideas, themes, and theories. This week, Grant will report on the core world news headlines, um, and we will go and take a deep dive into the solo extras that came out. There was a lot of information that spilled out Mm -hmm. of um uh john kasdan uh, Kasdan. thank you john that guy um and it was like john favreau no john (laughs) kasdan and um and you know many all the extras that were on the uh digital release so we're going to talk about that uh so if you want to get involved in the conversation um please please um get at us at at sw weekly pod on twitter or the Star Wars Weekly on the Instagram, uh, or email us at thestarwarsweekly at gmail.com. And now, it's time for Core World News. Grant? Core World News tonight. Here are the headlines being transmitted from the Core World. Bob Iger talks about the state of Star Wars with The Hollywood Reporter. The Hollywood Reporter's Mark Bellany asks, Many believe Disney should pump the brakes and not put out a Star Wars movie each year. Bob Iger responded with, I made the timing decision, and as I look back, I think the mistake that I made... I take the blame was a little too much too fast. You can expect some slowdown, but that doesn't mean we're not going to make films. JJ Abrams is busy making episode nine. We have creative entities, including game of Thrones creators, David Benioff and DB Weiss, who are developing sagas of their own, which we have, we haven't been specific about. And we are just at the point where we are going to start making decisions about what comes next after JJ's film. But I think we're going to be a little bit more careful about the volume and timing. And the buck stops here on that. Love that. Lots to unpack yeah. in that yeah. little paragraph, right? Totally. Yeah, um, yeah so. a lot of stuff. I mean, the first thing that stuck out to me was that, like, Iger was like, that was my call to yeah. have, you know, two movies within six months of each other, which I think is probably, you know, the, the primary reason for the drop-off in attendance. And the weather in the summer, I think, is generally yeah. not as good movie-going time. But I love that Bob sort of was, fell on that grenade. Me too. Yeah. And, um, because, like, I, I feel like Kathleen Kennedy was unreasonably getting heat for that yeah and um and and well, he was like no know. that was my call you know and and he's like the buck stops here it's a rainy day outside kathleen kennedy gets blamed for it <laughs> it, uh, it is and she's just does nothing but a really great job i think yeah she's so supportive of all the, the filmmakers and creators over there it's kind of unfair to, to yeah. pass blame on her for yeah. any of the kind of plus we found out yeah through john kazan that she watches she looks for things that look like cthulhu creatures right. on yeah. youtube so now so like awesome. she's now even more my favorite person ever yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I feel like it's trickling up. Is that possible? Like, there's no one that's easier to hate than Bob Iger. Yeah. But like, this yeah. is Bob Iger doing something like really nice. Yes. For his, you know, protecting his people, yeah. which is like, I don't know, it's not, not something I yeah. feel like I've seen before. Um, but it makes it makes so much sense that he called this. Not to yeah. then like be like, oh, it's good that you did that. Now I realized you're 
you're the one to blame. <laughs> and not yeah. to blame, but like right. I have a feeling Kathleen Kennedy and other people are probably like, you know, maybe we need to take a little more time with this film. Maybe we release it. Because yeah. I, I fully, yeah. up until like a month before that movie came out, I kept waiting for them to push it back to December. Mm-hmm. I kept waiting for it to happen, waiting for yeah. it to happen, and it never did. And I just wonder what the world would be like if Solo was released in yeah. December. Because it's a flawless film. I mean, so we all just rewatched this yeah. again. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, sure, there's no such thing as a flawless no. film. But as far as I like... I can wait to some flaws. But, yeah, yeah, but, but like, it's a great Star Wars movie. But it's a great Star Wars movie. It's just as good as any other Star Wars installation that we've seen in a very unique way. Yeah. And, um, and I just I love, just love the heck out of it. Yeah, it's, um, it's refreshing for uh, uh, someone with that, that position of power to take the blame. You know, yeah. with yeah. politics today and yeah, things yeah. like that. It's like, yeah. this, he was the right move to say this. And then timing from here on can slow down. And I think we all would appreciate Star Wars more if we're getting one, yeah. you know, every other then, year. Well, this know? this room in particular and probably our listenership as well is probably like, oh, maybe we could take a movie every six months. That wouldn't be so I bad. I sure could, I'm but pretty yeah. sure our, our um, squad is um, doing that. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely of two minds, right? Because yeah. I am a Star Wars nerd and want it's six months. I want to movie mm-hmm. every six months, yeah. but I don't want to kill the golden goose, right? Like I right, want yeah. this thing to be right. around for my kids and my yeah. kids' kids. And if that means only having a release movie every two years to keep people yeah. connected to and interested in it, fine. I got. I can read my comics. I can read my books. I can watch the streaming services. Yeah. I like the variety of content too. I like that we mm-hmm. get the long form movie and this. It's this really big event. We get that every year, um, and then. You know, and then we have this really cool other, you know, books, comic books, and the TV shows that sort of fill in around it. It, It's sort of, I don't know, in video games. And it it makes me really excited to be in this world. Yeah. So so he doesn't mention what's to come next after episode nine, but he did mention Benioff and Weiss Mm -hmm. in this little excerpt. And he also said sagas plural. Because they were the only ones that did, like, we heard uh, Ryan Johnson was going to have a trilogy, a trilogy. We heard Favreau was going to have a series, you know, live action series. Yeah. But they've really not put any cap on Benioff and Weiss. No. Um, So it's interesting. They're going to be the Harry Potter of Star Wars. Yeah, they might just go. And then it sounds like, and so that was the other major factor, I think, is that, like, he's like, we're talking about that now. Like, now we're sort of like, okay, what is next? And maybe they've been talking about this for a long time. As I hope they do, and take their time with it. And be like, what would be fun? What's the new direction? There, and he's lying. There's going to be a Star Wars movie every year, right? Because if you got Benioff, Benioff and Weiss, I almost said Weiss, a real German, <laughs> real yeah. German yeah. pronunciation. So good. Oh, uh, I go. <laughs> yeah. Was das, uh, uh, I go. <laughs> uh, oh, I almost said the only German word I knew, which would have been I swear. Uh, yeah. So, at the end of the day, I feel like if they got Benioff, Benioff and Weiss doing a four five six seven eight nine mm-hmm. episode because i really honestly do see them doing the like doing the, the nine episode their version of hogwarts and star wars world or yeah. something that's just this long form thing yeah. mm-hmm. and then you have ryan johnson doing his trilogy yeah what are you gonna do you're gonna wait you're gonna release episode one of benioff and weiss right. in 2000 let's say 2020 and then and then 2022 you have ryan johnson and 2024 so you have four years between the benioff that doesn't work Mm -hmm. if you have multiple sagas going on you need it every other year and i love switching off on those sagas every other year i Mm. I, you and i and i mean all of us love that but Mm. do you think that like the the pleb fan base sorry that's that's condescending the like no no casual fan like movie going fan that's like i like space explosions is gonna be like no wait who is this and why isn't this other character like will that mess them up? Because they think, could be in two uh, entirely different timelines. I think if you if you brand it correctly and set it up correctly enough, 
Yeah. Um, and make them look significantly different. Maybe if they are timed things. So it's like yes, maybe one post-sequel, yep. which we know Ryan Johnson is, or we've sort of been alluded to that is. We're guessing, yeah. And then, yeah. Ryan, Ryan guessing. has such a good working relationship with Lucasfilm that mm. it just doesn't surprise me that they're holding him for maybe when these actors get a little older and they're going to yeah. do oh, a, a, a saga with Ray when she's, you know. 40 you know yeah 50, yeah something like that yeah. she's the she's the older master character so right. i can see that happening um yeah. but db weiss i mean i have no doubt that going back to the Knights of old republic mm. era we're going to get a type of jedi you've heard it here first kind of hogwarts core world news yes well, i mean everyone, everyone's been talking about, everyone's been talking about it, it just, just everyone great. you mean it translates us, so yes. well from game of thrones <laughs> yeah. um yeah. now people do sort of think um, they can't look at i think we're all, we're all dying right? for lightsaber fights again lightsaber fights that travel and go yeah. places and and there's just shakespearean drama between yes. sith and jedi i think that's what we're looking for again yeah here's here's how not to do it don't make it a film that takes place 20 years before one film and then yeah. 15 years before another film yeah. and then have someone like, I don't know, Darth Maul show up in the middle of it to be like, isn't he dead? Is he not dead? <laughs> what do you I, mean? Sorry, I love those movies, but I know how many people I still bump up against Darth Maul. Let, listen to last week's episode when I couldn't figure out how freaking old Darth Maul was because I couldn't remember when Solo yeah. took place and I just watched it two days before. It still sort of boggles my mind, like Last Shot and Solo, the movie, uh-huh. and and... Yeah, and then Rebels is all sort of like and Clone Wars yeah. is sort of like uh, that makes my brain hurt just yeah. thinking about trying to get those timelines right. So right, you right, do right. one in the distant past, like like you were saying, yeah. Grant, make it look very different. It's totally its own thing. I think people will be like, "Yep, got it." And we're talking about if you just make it look medieval enough that people's mindsets, even if it's not consciously, they yeah. see it medieval, they see old time, yep. they know that's a different yeah. thing. They could yeah. do a really elegant sort of medieval yeah. thing, yeah. or even. Japanese sort of mm-hmm. Bushido. Yeah, code, yeah. I mean like, that that Mando armor that's in Dryden Voss's yeah. office is a uh, is it, it was said to be very old, right? right. Yeah, uh, right. So, so and it was very samurai esque, right? Totally. In its design. So I could see yeah. the Mandos being very samurai like. I could see yeah. the Jedi being very medieval like. Possibly cross guard sabers, lots of cross guard sabers. Yeah. yeah, you know stuff like that. But um, let's move on to the next uh, news topic. Um, a new Star Wars Resistance video debuted on the Star Wars website. Uh, it introduces Colossus platform's most daring pilots, mm. the Aces. Huh. So here, here are the oh, new I, characters. I, I, Did you guys watch this? I, I missed it. Okay. No, I saw it. I loved it. It's yeah. really pretty cool. So we got introduced to Tora Doza. Uh, she's the daughter of Captain Doza, I guess, who's a resistance officer on the platform. Yeah. Um, he's a resistance officer or just a flight officer? He's a flight officer. I, yeah. Yeah. His, his, the way his attire I, was odd. It was almost right. like a, The way I look at this and the way I think what the plot of this is, is you've got this one character, Kel, I think is his, main, mm-hmm. his uh, name. So who's actually... It's Ka- Kaz. Oh, Kaz. Kel. God, where did I think of that name from? Um. <laughs> Anyways, you know, Kaz and Kaz. Kaz, right, Kaz. So uh, Kaz, so he's sent on a mission by Poe Dameron to infiltrate this ace fighter, this ace racer oh, group right. yeah. to recruit, to see what they're about and see if he can recruit them to the resistance. And I, and so what well, we were introduced to are who are these, this ace fighter pilot group yeah, and, yeah. and racers. We first got Team Fireball. As right, a so this is different so than Team, Team Fireball. Team Fireball is like the younger, I think, uh, Pilots and trainee pilots, right? They're kind of like okay. pilots in training. Uh, and they had Kazuda, Kazuda oh, Ziono, Jarek, Jarek Eager was the mechanic kind of father figure to all of yeah, them. Yeah. And then we got Tam, Revora, Niku, and Bucket. I think the droid's name is. Which okay. Is, okay. I don't know its actual name. That's that's out of the that's the younger group. Yes, I believe so. And so, okay. so now we're being introduced to the Aces, who are kind of like yeah. the, well, a the, lot of characters in the, this yeah. for this quote unquote the varsity kids, team, you know, right? Younger adult. Yeah. Team. Yeah. 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 Um, 
so Tora Doza, she's uh, the youngest member of the Aces, uh, daughter of Captain Doza. Uh, Kaz and Tora are supposed to have some kind of friendship that evolves throughout the series. Right. I can see maybe kind of a love interest thing happening, possibly. Um, we got I, think I think you're doing it wrong. We got introduced <laughs> to a uh, hype Phazon. He's like the cocky flyboy Rodian, uh, said to be like the fastest pilot. Yes. I did hear about hype Phazon. Hype Phazon, yeah. Do you know who hype Phazon is, is uh, voiced by? Yes, Donald. Donald Faison. Faison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I just yeah. love when that happens. They're like that's uh, a great. That sounds like a Star Wars name already. Totally. They're like, why even change that? We're just going to call you Hype, which is probably a Rodian nickname, anyways. Yeah. Then we got introduced to Griff Halleron, who's the the oldest member of the Aces, and he used to yeah. use this grizzled kind of ex Tie Fighter pilot with a flies this like modded Tie Fighter. Yeah. You and know, Grant, it looks you and, awesome. You and I talked about this, Grant. Yeah. I mean, obviously, this guy is the plant for our demographic. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, first of all, he's like tricked out. He's got all like you know beat up old. Um, yeah, it's like a punk type, rocker. Tie Fighter kind of pilot, pilot. Yeah. gray hair, um, like grizzled, sort of yeah. like marine, sort of square jaw dude. Yeah, dude. He's cool. But he he's like so smart. He made his his fighter uh, or his his starship i guess yeah, we call this fighter starfighter yeah. yeah starfighter um yeah. he made it out of like reclaimed parts so it looks nice. kind of like those like um sub atmo ships on uh um scarif that we saw so it's uh, like oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. yep but it's um it's like a pod in the middle but it's it, but the but wings are lower it almost looks like a jedi starfighter exactly uh the but, actus like, the class is definitely a tie i think it's actus class so, no the ones that yeah. use those like hyperdrive rings which they yeah, used to yeah, do in like the that. old EU, right? There was a there was a pirate gang who used like all reclaimed, as I yeah. remember, and mm-hmm. they would have like modified like X wings with with Tie Fighter parts right. combined. That's and I cool. remember reading that as a as a kid, kid. that's probably yeah. like twenty eight, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and just being like oh, my imagination going wild of like what that would like what this like kit bashing of like yeah. those things. So I love yeah, that they're, they're so that's what he did out, yeah. out of old empire like imperial yeah. parts because nice. I was like, oh yeah, there is no empire anymore. So this guy's just like. Hold over, dude. But and that's kind of actually. I wonder if these ships are all sub-atmosphere ships. Like, I wonder if they can go. Yeah, have we seen like any? interstellar or not? But um, intergalactic. The, um, I imagine they can, but we'll maybe see. these vessels are just built out for racing and training. Because we only on ever the see platform, them. Right? Yeah, we only ever see them sort of doing these race courses. Right. Um, Hmm. Yeah, then we got introduced to Freya Fenris. Uh, she's like the cold, logical, hmm. competitive, calculating kind of Were they fighter pilot. Accent? Yeah, she's like either a Russian. Yeah, I think Russian accent. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of a lore-breaking name, right? Like Freya Fenris. It's like ripped straight out of Norse mythology. Exactly. You're it's the like, only person. I've never seen a Star Wars name that's that's so derived from. It a, sounds another like mythos. you're watching Game of Thrones. It's a very Game yeah. of Thrones like. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I don't know, like. That flew over my head, honestly. I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't. I'm not Beckett? up on my Norse m- mythology. I guess Tobias Beckett. I yeah, like, like Tobias that's Beckett. the most Earth name I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty Earth. So I think at this point, like anything game, but yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like it does. It does definitely not. It's sound the first Star Russian accent though I've heard in yeah. universe, and it's like really sort of. It's a nice intro for kids to learn about some of these ideas in Norse yeah. mythology. I mean, if they want to right, read deeper into our name, so it doesn't matter. But um. Final, it matters to you. It's final okay. ace pilot is a uh, Bo Kevel, kind of a play on Evil Knievel. Uh, oh, he's nice. like the stunt devil type pilot. His ship can actually transform to like different figure eight configurations. Boy. It's really cool. It um, looks really cool. And isn't he an alien as well? What's... I, I he wears a helmet the entire time, but he looks like a Keldor. Like he Bo looks Kevel. like Keldor, yeah, like Plukoon. Like a... uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, he's very mysterious, they say. Nice. And that's it. So we got one, two, three, four, five new characters to look at on the that's website. Yeah, really considering cool. how many were introduced last I know. Thing. And yeah. they're all dynamic and super cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah that, they're that so video made me very smart. Happy. They knew what they're doing, right? Because they released that yeah. first video where like some of the feedback was, you know, the people either love or hate the animation mm-hmm. style. I personally love it. I like it a lot. Um, it's really cool. It's it is very different. So yeah. I can understand why people were like, it's different and scary um, yeah, yeah. as the internet reacts to things. Uh, and then a lot of people are like, oh, it's a kid's show. And I'm like, well, let's yeah. just, let's just let's wait. The EP at the end of this video said it's it's built for a younger audience. I don't know if that's in relation to Rebels and this yeah, I, we had, that's come in the past. It has, well, I think also, it, I think it is for younger people than which even is good. The, uh, which we need that because Rebels and and yeah. Rebels and especially Clone Wars, which I love, are not for kids. Like not for little kids. Right. It's, yes. Hey, it's not the pacing on it's fairly slow for for a mm-hmm. kids cartoon, and like it's freaking brutal at times. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. So I was like, who am I going to connect with? And then Ben, as you were saying, like, just you watch this one. It. I'm looking forward to it. It's like, yep, there's clearly like five people. I'd be like, yep, this is who I'm going to follow and follow yeah. their storylines. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be super fun. And like, right. they don't have anything mm-hmm. to reach out to the like, to the, so like they started eight, the eight to 10. I yeah. think they, they focused, they said like, really, it's sort of like a, they're fo- shooting at 10 year olds for this one. I'm trying to like, yeah. to and, get it. And I like, can be a know, 10 year old again. Right. Because they don't have Lucas to make those movies that are like, no, this is going to draw you in. And, you know, all the right. solos a little and, bit older, even though they had yeah. like younger things going yeah. on. And, uh, but and, Rebels started out that way. Like yeah. Rebels was really good at like, it felt like Star Wars. It was bringing yeah. in like little kids or younger kids. And then it had the older Jedis for us to watch. And then, but by like season three, it was full yeah. on Clone Wars again, where it was just very right. deep lore and storytelling, which I loved. But probably mm-hmm. some of the kids who were just sitting down Saturday mornings, or I guess yeah. Saturdays at nine o'clock. So I think that's when it would premiere. Yeah. But no one, kids don't watch TV anymore. Right. Right. I don't know. I, I just know all my friends that have children are just like, they're like, I don't show this to my kids, yeah. but they're obsessed with Star Wars. Yeah. I'm probably for the same reason we were too. We were like, oh my God, spaceships. That's the coolest thing. Yeah. Like laser swords. I'm in. Um, so awesome. Yeah. And the Porgs and Converse are going to get it run for their money because Tora Doza has this like little chubby cat like creature that's like, it's adorable. Oh, nice. <laughs> so. Nice. Letting you guys all know that there's a really cute creature now into me in that show. Um, pick up for Christmas. Yeah. So uh, rumor alert: Andy Circus has canceled his appearance <laughs> yeah, at a Keystone Comic Con yeah, due to scheduling conflict. Yeah. yeah. Uh, furthermore, pick this one up too. Yeah. Furthermore, yeah. he's uh, he's not set to begin production on Animal Farm uh, for I guess a year or so. So there's there's yeah, definitely yeah, a gap yeah. of time he's, where he's not yeah. doing anything. There's a hundred percent he's going to be in it. It'll be. A yeah. flash, I might guess this flashback. What are you guys thinking? Do you think he's going to full-on resurrect? And Well, that's a possibility. Honestly, I mean, anyone as banged up as that, they could actually resurrect him. I mean, and they resurrected, they resurrected, uh, what's his name, with the same wound, Maul with the same wound. Oh, they totally did. Sorry. Right? And he had his own people, like, I mean, why? Does supremacy, like, does it not explode? Also, we see his eyes crossed and his tongue hanging. Yeah, he's pretty gone. (laughs) He looks pretty dead. Yeah. But, and yes, yes, it does look bad, but after their... First of all, why does the the um, I'm going to go here and I'm going to take this position. Do it, okay. go for yeah, it. Yeah. Why does his guard, Praetorian guard fight those people if their master's already dead, gone? Okay. Right. Second, he's from the outer rim. We don't know anything about those people. True, Third, right. there's also the navigators who we saw there. So there are people that could have, yeah, you know, gathered up his his you know two pieces of his body. It's, and it's not a several pieces of his long. Body leap to be able to justify why yeah. he would return we don't know well we know why he'd return but like or, how he could yes return, mm-hmm. right just no spider legs 
Oh, spider legs. I yeah, like spider I just legs. there's a lot of like I, I read a lot of comics and I I've watched Solo recently and there's a lot of echoes going on. And like the one echo I kind of want is the the fall of Kylo Ren, the yeah, echo of the fall of Anakin Skywalker, yeah. and we yeah. haven't gotten that echo yet. And that's a meaningful echo in my mm-hmm. opinion, like a really really yes. interesting echo. Yes. And I would love a little montage of Snoke and Kylo I'm, in that fall. Just, I'm 100. Just a little bit of that. Yeah, yes. I want Snoke back, but I want him. I want I want him back, looking back, not yeah. currently yeah. there and affecting things. Because if that starts happening, it's gonna really feel to me. Like JJ's response to Ryan, to Ryan's quote unquote F you is like, no, no, F, F you. <laughs> and like, and ignoring everything you did. And I'm like, well, what the hell is the point of the, of, right. of the last Agreed. Jedi? And it feels, and I don't think JJ, I know, I know JJ wouldn't do that, but it almost feels like, oh, we're trying to make it better to that local minority who hate it. You know what right. I mean? Where, I'm, yeah. trying, I'm trying to look at my blind spots. Here. Yeah. And like, and this just popped in my head. Okay. So, Maybe light side force users transfer their essence into the force, but dark side force users uh, cling to their mortal zombie coil, Siths, right? Yeah. Like they, they that's their yeah. next. That's their totally idea that. of infinite. You know, like if you pass a certain oh. threshold of dark side, you can just sort of like keep your essence in the material world and you yeah. stay there forever. Just but you just get more and, and more disfigured yeah. as time goes on. And I mean, like, how would you? I'm not saying I want this. No, right? no. But I'm like it would be like yeah the, the setup is there because totally. he clearly has a lightsaber wound that goes through his skull, so it's like you know like, he already kind of looks zombified he looks, or, right or at he least looks like he's seen yeah. worse than that yeah you know um, so it, it they could they totally. get away with it and I don't think in a way that wouldn't be like you know totally. Right. Cannon breaking. Now I'm starting to talk myself into this, which is never a good thing. Um, <laughs> don't do it. No, don't I don't do want it. it. I don't want it. But remember, we I think it was last episode of the episode before we talked about the fact that who is the big bad in episode nine? Is it Kylo? Is Kylo possible to be that? It's not going to be. It's not going to be Hux because Hux is a joke. So is that right. is that the justification? Because or we talked about right. bringing in a new character, but that's weird in the last, literally the last of a nine movie series. Yeah. Be like, no, no, here's the real bad guy. I know. Mm-hmm. A, a so signs maybe. point towards Kylo because he's the only one there. I think you have to. But yeah. there could be this extra galactic or unknown region um, group that's like yeah. militaristic and been yeah. biding their time until here. And the Grisk. Like, like the Grisk, right. well, yeah, yeah, but like Grisk, yeah, yeah. or, or like whatever, whatever Snoke was. Yeah, I mean, I think most likely, and what I keep imagining in my head is sort of like the beginning of Return of the King, which I don't know if, if there are Lord Return of the Rings fans, but like, yes. Here. you know, You're in they, safe they start with a they start rewatchability with Star Wars rewatchability. Yeah. Come right. on now, and it's literally yeah. it starts with the Andy Circus characters yeah. fall from grace, yeah. right? And so, like, I think that's most likely is like we'll get Snoke and Kylo oh, and Kylo's fall structure. early to begin, and then like bang, then we're present day with kylo and we have all this new information about him. do you break the mold do you break the mold for episode nine because you do like the thing that not so do you start you do something do you big. start do you do you come from complete darkness into this flashback the flashback yeah. ends and then you get a long time ago in a galaxy far far away like do you oh. completely that's no, too, far. Too, far. People. No. too far i know i just i know no cold open. Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't think snoke comes back because it's gonna no. muddy that water where where we now have a young supreme leader and we're exploring what that means to have this kind of like mm-hmm. caligula this like young kind of yeah. like crazy I mean, Tyrant. Yeah. You could yeah. also so cover like the, you could introduce the whole um, Knights of Ren in yeah. that series as well. So suddenly now, then we're back up to speed. Kylo, Knights and Ren. You yeah, know, we see Carrie Russell and and all these characters as have aged a little bit. Yep. And oh, you mean yeah. Ahsoka? No, <laughs> no way. Um, 
But I do not. The one thing we're also completely overlooking because I think we're all trying to figure out like how Snoke and returns is going to be flashback. Is he actually going to be back from the dead? He also could just be a hollow recording. Yeah, could just be that. Or, Kyle's watch. Uh, Kylo. Kyle. Kyle. Kyle Ren. Kyle. Kylo, <laughs> Kylo, Kylo Ren, Ren is just watching. His name from Ben, the greatest uh, name ever, to yes. Kyle. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> not Kyle. that you're Sorry, Kyle followers, but oh, man. you should change your name to Kylo. Um, yeah, I mean the the fourth yeah. option is that he's. I mean, he, he's a different uh, mocap. That's character. true too, right? Like he's it's he is he can play anyone. So yeah. it could and be the fifth there. option is he's sick and has an aunt in like Wales that right. he needs to visit. Or he's just know. people sick of tired, tired <laughs> coming up to him going is Snoke coming back? For every right. single Comic Con he goes to. Right. Or he was a clone of Luke Skywalker and there's like a million of him and they just keep coming back. Thanks Grant. So anyone, <laughs> oh, all I can think of is anyone watch the Luke. show Preacher? Yeah. Oh, uh, no. I haven't right. been there yet. There's a, the... there's a scene where lots of clones just start walking out of a, stumbling out of a room, and I just picture, like, yeah, like kind like, of not quite right clones of yeah. Luke just stumbling away. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. I mean, that was essentially the... That's why he's so decrepit, because, like, they just, they age yeah. faster yeah. than normal, and they die I've seen multiplicity. I know a clone of back. a clone doesn't yeah. quite come out right. No, well, that's, that flaws. was uh, Force Unleashed 2, uh, that mm, video game mm-hmm. essentially had that story. Right. I mean, cloning is a major part of Star Wars, you know, established by George it's, himself. So it's It like, is. Yeah. But like, it's, it's a clone of Luke that's yeah. twice as tall and like half as pretty. I don't understand. Uh, we can they're mess with the combination. One right? less they're digit. Like, yeah. Deformed and crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, God, no. Well, let's not do that. Let's not do that, JJ. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, any, everything's on the table. Guys, they're filming. It could have already happened. It could have already happened. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Star Wars Age of Republic. Oh, Age yeah, I got Re- this too. Re- uh, Rebellion Age of Resistance 24 issue series. We'll have a presentation at New York City Comic Con so on October 5th. Um, I'll just Was go this and, a new comic? Yeah, it's no, a 24 issue series. We talked about this yeah. um, right around Comic Con time. And oh. it's that they're doing the Age of, and they're doing like. Yeah. It was it eight episode eight issues for Age of Republic, then eight oh, episodes, yeah, and we yeah, were yeah, yeah, yeah. and they released what the name what uh, don't worry I'm not going to try and follow what you're about to say Grant but they had talked about who was going to be in the Age of Republic. They've now released the issues for Age of uh, Rebellion and Age of Resistance. Yeah, so I was going to read. All yeah, of those go off. for it. Um, oh, so please do. Age Can of... you do all three? Yeah, because I, I don't yeah. remember what the other ones. So uh, here are all 24 issues. So for Star Wars Age of Republic, which will be written by Jody Hauser, who is an uh, awesome, yeah. awesome Star Wars comic. Oh, oh, oh wait, an amazing comic book writer mm-hmm. in and of herself. Mm-hmm. But like in Star Wars, she did the Poe Dameron Annual Number Two that we talked about a few weeks ago. Oh, that was right. awesome. I I have a. I have a I like her Soft a lot. spot for her, yeah. Yeah. Great. So, <laughs> they want to uh, make it weird. We'll have, first, we'll have Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> then we'll have Darth weird. Maul, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Jango Fett, Anakin Skywalker, Count Dooku, Padme Amidala, and General Grievous. And so those eight issues will be for the Age of the Republic. And uh, it's pretty series. close. I think we called most of those. Well, we? no, we knew those. We knew those ones. So <laughs> oh, that's really? why we oh. called them. <laughs> okay. Here's the one that um, we Hold did. on. So I think, right. sorry, that's Jim. So I think the way they're doing it, Grant, do you have this down? I think it comes out every other week. And so there's two a month, and they're going to be like, so every month you'll get a hero and a villain story. Yeah, right. That's right. I think that's the plan. Did you already yeah, say so that? Yeah, so Qui-Gon Jinn and Darth Maul are paired together right. in yeah. the first month. Um, yeah, it was interesting. And it would be like a different backstory? Or I mean, just is it just of, perspective shift? It's it very like unclear. Perspective? It says, the studio originally described the event, journey through the entire Star Wars saga. That's okay. it. Like, so we don't hmm. know. I think it's going to be... I think it is. I think it's going to be taking place probably during the time period at which we see them in the movies yeah, and right. looking up there, like following them along. Whenever I hear stuff like this, I'm always just like, what was this conversation 
you know, in, in the story group that was like, let's make this thing. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, it's a great idea. It's awesome. I'm, I can't wait to see it. It looks super fun, but it's such a random thing to do. Yeah, it's like they're filling in all the seams, you know? So yeah. once they're done with this, I like, don't think there's too much more they can do to fill out these well, what goes in between these stories. So, right. so what's interesting well, why is why do they need this? So let's, uh, I don't know. Because they're trying because, to. And I'm not being critical. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Honestly, asking, like, is there, that, that tells me well, there's some of these stories that they like, someone really feels like these need to be told. I mean, it's, yeah. it's interesting, too, that they have the same writer for each series. So it's just Jody Hauser yep. writing all eight. So it's not like, it's hmm. not like you had, like, 24 comic right. artists right. calling their shot going, I want to do this person. So they clearly went to Jody Hauser. Not clearly. Mm-hmm. They probably went to her and said, this is what we do. What eight characters you want to do? Okay, here are the eight we're thinking. Yeah. I'm glad we see six, and then you do the other two that we said, not the two that you said. Well, be, I guess. do you think, or could it have been flipped? Could Hauser have gone to the, you know, mm. the group, Lucasfilm and been like, "Listen, I've got yeah. this idea for this like, I hope series. So, right? Does this sound cool to you? I really like it. These are my um, ideas." And they'd be like, "Oh yeah, that'd be man. cool. Let's do it for all." It's of them. interesting. We'll get more people. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know what the timing is. I didn't do the math out, but it's gonna go. If it's if it's two a month, there's twenty four. Mm-hmm. That's. 12 months takes a year for all those to come out, right. correct? Starting when does it start? Do you have that down? Soon, right? because I know it all ends was like in October. 2019. It's all. So it's going to end yeah. real close to November. Oh. It concludes oh. November 2019. And the yeah. last one, not to jump ahead, is Kylo. Plot okay, cool. thickens. So, like, I feel like that's Fun. part of what it is is yeah. like, let's look back at the entire because the saga is ending in yeah. December 2019. Yeah. So, I think that's yeah. kind of this idea of like, let's look back at Every- all of our characters. Oh, that's the thing. Sort of over- like a catch up, like almost yep. like a, yeah, well, yeah. All right. That's really makes sense. And then I have one to more tie them all together thing yeah. to even make it more of a wrinkle. I don't know if it's telling, being told chronologically, but if you're releasing this way, I guess they are. And if you look at the Age of Republic, we start with Qui-Gon and Darth Maul, mm-hmm. which makes sense because only those two characters were around yep. in yeah. Phantom Menace. Phantom then Menace. it goes Obi-Wan and Jango, so you get episode two. Yep. Then you have Anakin, Count Dooku, bordering on two and three. Two, two yeah. and three, yeah. Then you have Padme, who could be at any time, and General right. Grievous, which is episode three. Right, but you have like a general versus a senator. Yeah. Right. So my theory is that they're going to tell them in order. In order. So that yeah. makes it really interesting when we get to Age of Rebellion, because Grant, who's the first person in Age of Rebellion? Lando Calrissian. So do we get a Lando uh, story in the time of A New Hope? What's Lando doing during A New Hope? Because right. that I want to know. What, I, what, what yeah. isn't he doing in yeah. A New Hope? Yeah, and Grand Marf Tarkin's down the list as well. I, I guess that kind of breaks kind apart. Of, yeah, it kind of breaks the structure oh. we're thinking about. And can, is you, it, can you start us off yes. with just who the authors are sure. for the three trilogies? So there's one author for each. So Jody Hauser is doing Age of Republic, and now we have uh, Greg Park doing Age of Rebellion. Uh, right? Yeah, it's Greg, I think it's Greg Pack. Pack. P-A-K. Greg yeah. Pack. All right. Um, and then the first, we have Lando Calrissian, Jabba the Hutt, Han Solo, Boba Fett, Luke Skywalker, oh. Grand Moff Tarkin, Princess Leia Organa, and then Darth Vader ends that that series. Yeah. Wait, uh, one more time. Sorry. I'm... Yeah, so we have Lando, Jabba, Han, Boba, Boba. Luke, so, Tarkin, Leia, yep. Vader. Luke and Tarkin? Yeah. So I think that breaks, I think that breaks my, yeah. um, my theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'll say about Greg Pak just for a second is Not that I was... necessarily... He didn't write, I don't think he's written a Star Wars comic yet in the yeah. new canon, but he did write the Planet Hulk series, which is what half of Thor Ragnarok's based on. So it'll right. always have my heart. Then still, fi- that's kind of interesting, but I think they could still do it. I mean, granted, everything sort of happens in the first movie, but because, yeah, I mean, the Tarkin's what throws that off, right? Yeah. Like, it's a little late for him, but still. I mean, you could technically, right? Because everyone, it, but it would all be taking place during A New Hope, which, yeah, yeah so. 
But unless what it sounds like, I mean, and let's let's go there right now. If you're starting with Lando and Jabba, Han and um, Boba, and Boba, I mean, um, now we're talking pre-trilogy, anthology. Yeah. You know, like because if I was gonna do, is this is gonna be a trilogy? I mean, I think it would be Han Solo, Lando Calrissian, Boba mm-hmm. Fett, or. Yeah, we'll get into a sequel ideas for Solo once we get on to that. Yeah, right. Like, we're we're going to talk about that, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. That, or that could yeah, be yeah. it. This proves my theory that Snoke is Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> Please don't. Or Please it don't proves Snoke. that theory. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> listeners, I'm kidding. I don't actually believe that. Yeah. But... Um, then finally, we have Age of Resistance, uh, written by Tom Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, starts with Poe Dameron, Supreme Leader Snoke. So that'll be cool to get more yeah. on Snoke. All uh, right, Finn. Yeah. Captain Phasma, Rose Tico, General Hux, Ray, Kylo Ren. That's, that's Rain the final Ren. series, yeah. Rain Ren. I that's very deliberate. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the that's the first time they're really doing pure main character opposite numbers. Like I, I expected a Luke Luke Vader, right? right? It is interesting they're doing all like all new yeah. trilogy. It characters. would make a lot more sense to me in, for them to have done Leia Tarkin, but I thought it would be Anakin Palpatine would be like a good mm. kind of monthly issue to pair together. Yeah, but there's no Palpatine at all. There right? isn't, is there? There's no Palpatine at all, no. Yeah. They went too fascinating. Oh, we know enough about Palps. Yeah. yeah. It's just odd to not have like the big, big bad right. anywhere. Yeah. I'm not trying to read into stuff. Well, maybe the Dooku yes, issue will have Palp. Maybe <laughs> Maul, Dooku, Grievous, things like that will have Palpatine. I yeah, think. he'll probably Sidious, be yeah. right? ancillary yeah. characters. Yeah, he's involved with all of them. He's holding the leash of all those characters. Yep. Right? Yeah. Dooku and Grievous. And, and what's interesting, too, from like a behind-the-scenes comic, just look at is that Jodie Hauser is, is, is well-established in Star Wars. She's written a mm-hmm. lot of the new Star Wars stuff. And I was trying to Googling because I couldn't remember. Because I know I know Greg Pak and I know Tom Taylor from other Marvel and DC stuff. But I'm pretty connected to all the Star Wars stuff and I didn't recognize the name. I think the two of them haven't written any Star Wars comics, hmm. at least nothing in the new canon. So it's interesting yeah. that they're bringing in like right. two, not new, because they've been around yeah. in the comic industry forever, but two non-Star Wars writers hmm. in to write those. So. That, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I always just, that's where my mind goes when I hear stuff like that. I, yeah. I feel like does, um, you know, you know, did the, I'm sorry, what's the first uh, comic writer's name? I'm sorry. Jody, Jody Hauser. Jody, like, yeah. did Jody know these two guys and been like, hey, they're dying to come in. Do you mind if I do this? Mm-hmm. And I told them this idea. I don't know. You know, do, do, can we bring them in on this project? And yeah. they're probably like, yeah, that's great. We'd love to yeah. get some new, you know, talent in there and do it. And I don't know. I just always wonder yeah, how we'll, that works. We'll hear more at uh, the presentation at New York Comic Con. So that'll be exciting. Oh, cool. To, and when is New York Comic Con? October 5th. Yes. Soon. Coming up. Um, and also, I'll put it on the Instagram when I cover it. But the art for the for the three series together is just <laughs> gorgeous. Awesome. Like it's, it just it's, yeah, it shows all characters. Just, right. It's one of those all character panoramic. Yeah. From you know start to finish, left to right. But it's it's actually a lot cooler than the ones I've seen so yeah. far. So that's a wrap on Core World News. Awesome. Well, yeah. Um, do you want to do? Can I do a quick? Uh, well, actually, we we just started comics. Do you want to go into? Oh, do the sure. Comics, comics will be quick, and then we can. I guess you want to talk about? Yeah, quick comics quick, or uh, video quick, games. Quick video yeah. game. Um. All right. So yeah, let's talk comics. Two comics came out this week. Um. I did them kind of reverse order how I normally cover them. Uh, do the short or the um, the miniseries, the solo or the Lando, sorry, Double or Nothing came out the last yep. issue. Um, and I talked a bit about how I hadn't really connected with the series yet. I've read all four issues and I just mm. kind of kind of forgetting what the story was and yeah. what was going on. Um, and then I think last episode or issue number four, I kind of figured out to read this. That it's just pulpy. It's just a fun ride. Yeah. 
if you read it like a like Calrissian Chronicles, you'll engage with it. Just focus on Lando and L 3s relationship. And so going in knowing that, yeah. I enjoyed this this yeah. issue a lot more. It was it almost reminded me of old school Star Wars or Star Wars comics. Yeah, oh, he, so got, he got he got L three's voice right in this yes. last issue, which I really really like. Yeah, I've, I've been analyzing that the entire time. I really yeah. like what Phoebe Waller Bridge did with the character. I love what uh, Jonathan yeah. and, and and Larry Kasdan wrote uh, for that character in terms of dialogue. So I really just look at her dialogue and try to see if that matches with what we saw in Solo, yeah. and it did in this final. I think issue. It was yeah, really Rodney good. Barnes yeah. Is, is the author, and I think he got it. Yeah, got it right. And then and then as I mentioned again last uh, time, I talked about this. Paulo, I think Villeneuve might be his name. I'm sure I'm butchering that. I'm trying to over French it. Maybe it's, it's not the, okay. the uh, artist. Artist, yeah. Uh, really gets this like middle point between yeah. between like Lando played by Glover and Lando played by Billy Dee Williams that I really yeah. appreciate. Um, I don't want to ruin anything, but. Um, it does connect to solo in a way yeah. that I wasn't expecting, um, which is fun. Like yeah. it, it, in a way, in a way I really was not expecting. And then um, the, it, I think Ben, it does give even more justification for Lando flying in an episode nine with a droid army. Okay. There's some stuff there where so. I'm like, if they do that episode nine, you can look back at this and she'd be like, Oh, You've this is where he got the idea here first. Yeah. Like, we've been talking about that for a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like we got our tap right from the yeah. core world on this. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, there's, like, there's another meaningful echo, right, in this final issue that ties directly to an event that happens in Solo yep. that you would never have thought would be the case. You know, yeah. it's just kind of yeah. weird that it happened. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely check out the issue if you yeah. want to see what that is. Um, yeah, I think now that the now that's done, I think this is almost better, like, if you, as opposed to, like, some of the other comics you read month to month, I would actually uh, say either go to your comic shop, if you haven't read it, pick up all five, or wait for the trade paperback to come out and read them in one sitting. Like, I think that's yeah. the way to do it. It's just one setting. It's very rewarding that way. Yeah. Um, and then the other issue that came out, this is the Star Wars, the main one, uh, number 54, written mm-hmm. by Kieran Gillen and uh, La Roca and Guru EFX are the are the artists of all with it. Nice. Um, this is the new author team, I believe, or new uh, under the Kieran new. Kieran Gillen's been yes, on. Yes, I keep doing Maybe that. the artists and. It's the new. Um, it's new editors. Uh, editors on, came in, I think, a few issues ago. This is the fifth in uh, the series. Mm-hmm. I forgot to write down the title of it. I can't remember. Um, uh, hope dies. Hope dies. Is yeah, it? something. It's something hope. Like um, so, um, we still have another issue in in this in this thing. I, I kind of yeah, it's just to be concluded. So we're getting six huh. issues in this. I, I oh yeah, that's right, that's right. I was reading this and I'm like, okay, I thought it was done. Um, I'm Mister Positive. I love my comics. I'll just, I'm just, I'll just say I'm not yeah. loving this series, but hey, you know, next two months we'll have a new thing. Maybe it'll be more of my taste. Um, I still am hanging by my theory that they need to fill some issues to get to some major crossover that's mm-hmm. happening because it feels like things yeah. are happening. Yeah. Also, as Grant and I talked a bit about off air, this thing does the thing that I've hated since I was an eight year old and reading comics, which is you put something on the cover of your <laughs> issue. Yeah. And it's yeah. a lie. Like I feel like I feel like yeah. that should be under like the fair Brazen trade law. Lie. It's a fair trade law. Like you, that is false <laughs> advertisement. Yeah. Like what? I'm just gonna say it. What happens on the cover never even comes close to happening. The proximity in, does not occur. No, like that. that Vader happen. and Leia, because it's just on the cover. You can Google it. Are never even close to one another. Yeah, doors keep shutting. Before yeah, um, which is a shame because there's a lot of fun stuff that actually happens with Vader in there, and yeah. and you get some stuff with General Draven yeah. from Rogue One. That's really a good payoff. Yeah. which I thought was great. It really gives him a lot to do. Yeah. Um, 
I like Vader gets a good one-liner that I, I kind of... What was it? I kind of, I, congratulations. Congrats, okay. That's just the one-line nice. is congratulations, and it's kind of perfect. Yeah. Um, there's some other issues. I think this series works best, this a Star Wars series, when it's just your main group. You're Han, Leia, Luke, chewing the droids, and they're going on missions that don't involve mm-hmm. people like Darth Vader or Jabba the Hutt or Boba Fett, where yeah, you right. have to just do so much jumping through hoops and making it so that they don't actually interact. Yeah. That's frustrating when you read this because we as fans, like you can't win when you're writing that type of right. story because yeah, we right. want it and we don't want it. Like if you give it to us, we're being annoyed that you gave it to us. If you don't give us, give it to us. We're annoyed that you did give it to us. So like, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm just explaining what the internet is to everyone. But at the end of the day, it's just like, yeah. just there's so many good stories with those characters that you don't need to try to bring in Vader. Vader has his own comic that's amazing. Let him be in his own comic. Yeah. Right. Sorry. I, I like like point of no return storytelling. I'm not a big yeah. fan of like holdover storytelling where it's kind of like, hey, let's just bide time yeah. to... to develop new storylines within this cycle and with the new talents that are coming aboard and things like that where it's just like let's do bold, like let's have some bold things happen and i think the only way to do that is actually push get away from this timeline to get away from the original trilogy and to just i think db weiss and benioff should lead us into the nice old republic yeah. era and we can just have characters. all this fresh material yeah. fresh characters bold moves in terms of storytelling and that's, that's what i'm looking forward to. so yeah. i i'm gonna do the thing that i kind of hate sometimes which is like here's what you should do to fix it but like I'm just going to give my two yeah. cents and then take it or don't. I don't care. Yeah, we don't still... say should often. So. No. Yeah, yeah. And I will yeah. I will Could. buy your comic. Yeah. I'm going to go should. I'm going right. to do a straight <laughs> yeah, do a should. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I think it could have ended at, at issue 50, start the Star Wars run, uh-huh. just like they ended other runs like Poe Dameron when they knew the story was told. Yeah. You have so much time, only so much time you can tell between St- New Hope and Empire. And now I right. feel like it's like filling in stuff that can't be filled in. Right. You should... You could <laughs> jump to the time between Empire and a New Hope, or Empire and Jedi. Right. The reason I don't think they want to do that is because that takes Han out of the equation. Oh, right. There's no Han. Which still, I, so there's still plenty of other major yeah, characters. Yeah. So are doing I stuff. think that's the thing. So I understand that there's the, also the not a in. lot of time there. No, there's not a ton. But I think what might happen is they are slow playing it until uh, January 2020. When the Skywalker saga is done, yeah, and that time between um, Jedi and Force Awakens gets a little freer from the plan, right? And then you're gonna yeah. get a time jump where you can do where you're gonna get to 300 issues of Star Wars where you're able to tell some stories yep. and do some yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's, it's like what, what they're doing right now is they're building it. I mean, I don't know if I'm, this is accurate at all, but um, what it seems to me, it seems that they're building out this like model for how to write within a trilogy. And like around mm. a trilogy and within the seams of a trilogy. So yeah. when nine comes out and all is said and done, they can then jump to before yep. seven, the between seven yeah. and eight, and between yeah. seven and nine. And, and they and then they the authors are already familiar with the model of how to write in between these films and mm. how to be careful with the canon yeah. and how yeah. to this is very how to tiptoe. And that yeah. just seems like what they're doing, in my opinion. But I, I don't know. But that yeah, smart. And I just I don't I hate being negative because I really love the Star Wars comics mm. and they're getting so much more right than they are in my opinion getting i don't yeah. want to say wrong but not to my tastes and i want them to keep doing what they're doing and figuring stuff out and like any other comic book that i've read some things i'm gonna connect with yeah. and yeah. who knows like maybe i don't like this and i go online yeah. and everyone else loves it and that's cool like if 
people love it and we love we, it we only we're only harsh with our critiques from time to time because we love star wars we yeah want yeah, to go yeah, on in more perpetuity. Yeah, yeah. we want yeah. star wars forever so we, we just want to be harsh on it so it is the greatest it can be you know that's just yeah. that's it and yeah. i always want to self-identify is there's no way i could write a better comic than what this was <laughs> i just want to make oh, that, that clear. one the yeah, star yeah. wars yeah Maybe you could. Maybe you no, could. I think you could. No, I'm not a good storyteller. Like maybe no, no, I'm like the, humble, I'm, humble, I'm, humble, I'm so like the idea podcast. in the story group is like, what do you do this? And then you write it. But like I could maybe come up with like a one sentence idea for something. Mm, but to right. break it apart and write a comic, which apparently is one of the hardest things to do is write comics. Because I, I, I was just listening to Mark Bernard mm -hmm. on Fat Man Beyond talking about the difficulties of storytelling through comic books and mm -hmm. how you have to plan everything out and so much yeah. math involved. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I I hate to be super critical when I know I couldn't do the job they do. But as as a person who loves this stuff. I feel like yeah, you these want are the just best things. Yeah, yeah. Just listening to you say that, I was just sort of like pondering about like what could happen in between um, Empire and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and I was just like, I would love to know the story. <laughs> subtle. That's good. That's subtle. I tried to hide it under the table. How is your pop? So it is good. Yeah. Um, I would love to know the story of like Lando Calrissian, like rummaging through his, you know like rummaging through one of the closets on the uh, Millennium Falcon and finding his, that armor that Tobias yeah, yeah, Beckett yeah. left there. Yeah. And, you know, like putting that on and infiltrating, you know, the guards of Jabba's palace. Right, or, right. You, know, you and maybe, Jonathan Kasdan. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Leah, I'd love to see like Leia, yeah. um, you know, maybe she oh, we know We know Leia got the boosh suit from Maz Kanata, right? Is that in a comic? something is that in your do dreams we? do I, we i, I love thought that i heard story. that from somewhere i would 100% believe that that's what i, I heard that. but that's what i was gonna go yeah, next okay. it's like how did she I think how did a, she arrive at the bush the bush suit and like i think it's maybe one of her novels is it maybe bloodline they mention it maybe okay. i mean there's so much in okay. those things but I, that I would need totally to reread sense. bloodline there was too. so much in there that i like couldn't digest it all they've like we need to get claudia gray yeah incredible yeah Right. Well, we got her new book coming. So. If you're listening, uh, Master and Apprentice is that what it's called? Yeah, Oof, so yeah. excited. Which for is that. just anyway. Um, so yeah, I think that's it for comics. A quick thing before we go to games: what has been your favorite comic this year so far? Of like the Star Wars comics, or any just... of the yeah, any of the Star Wars comics. Uh, Star Wars comics. Um, I would. Oh, that's really good. Um, it's a really close tie, but I, I will not. I don't like the person who cheats and says tie. So I'm gonna just make a call. My gut saying Darth Vader. Uh, but what? like, that's if, do you have an issue number? Oh God, no. Oh, um, okay. actual. Oh, yeah, that's tough for me. Or just like an arc or like um, a moment. Uh, I uh, uh, this is hard. Remember when I said like we should just do this stuff on air? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah. should not do <laughs> this on air. We have more questions um, coming. So yeah, 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 that's better. I I don't know. I'll go, I'll go. I like I like Chuck Wendig's uh, annual number two. I think I did the dialogue. He nails the Vader voice. I love oh, Charles. Yeah, yeah. I love Charles Sewell's Vader, but. There's something special about that. That issue. was really it good. Was really fun. Uh, my brain doesn't remember like when yeah. things happened. Was that the Tarkin one? No, it no, was. Um, it, was the, it was just the, uh, was Vader like, investigating a like bombing or something. Yeah, uh, I forget. Yeah. But um, I really goes to the Petronaki so, arena. Genosha, Genosis. Yeah, all this kind of stuff. Hmm. I'm really, really partial to the Dr. Afra annual that just came out. I think it was last month, the month before, with the two monster hunters, because it was oh, just yeah, was such cool. a fun standalone. And, yeah. yeah, that was fun. And I really enjoyed that. Um, I do. I also feel like we also just talked so much about Jodie Hauser and how much I appreciate her work, but there's a reason for that. And I yeah. really liked her Poe Dameron annual number two. Right. It was really good. You mentioned so what's really interesting, what's coming up is we just named three annuals. Right. Yeah. And I think that's part of the thing is like, I love, we so rarely do we get, yeah, yeah, do we get uh, standalone stories? We get these six issue arcs, which are good, but like every six issue arc I think about, 
there's a lag there's a down yeah. point there's like yeah. let's get it to six issues like especially what we're, what we're doing here so it's hard for me to pick a specific arc where i'm like every single moment of that arc i connected with where there's times. Right. i'm also really 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 loving this last arc in the podamron comics as well yeah. Com- comics as well so. yeah that was very dramatic nice dramatic shift yeah it's really really it's so is that finished good. now uh one more one issue. more issue one more yeah issue. i think coming out next week maybe yeah. or the week uh, after i'm really bad yeah. with it. it's soon it's, soon. Very it's soon, next yeah. week or the week after Hashtag soon. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. 926? Maybe. That's right. That sounds right. Um, cool. Yeah. So that's it for comics. Cool. Um, yeah, so just a quick um, Battlefront 2 update. Um, actually, surprising news. You know, like I've, I'm always sort ah. of just like down on these guys. But uh, they so they've, they've been doing more frequent community transmissions, um, which is cool. Um, and this latest one... So they, they got mauled, and I, I talked about this you know, yeah. last week or the week before, about like they released these new clone trooper skins for uh, the 327th, which is like a yellow skin that helped Ayosakura. Um, and then these, the camo uh, skins uh, of the 41st. I'm just going to say 41st, but I don't say. know if that's right. Um, that like, and if like if you're going to harsh on me for not knowing these like numbers, like good for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, the, so the the skins weren't like really canon. They didn't quite get it <coughs> right, right? Yeah. <coughs> there we go. Um, and and so people got on them about it. They're like, no, this is what it is in both the Clone Wars and like whatever. And they really sort of harshed on on Dice for their sort of phoning in the skins. And so the community transmission said, hey, we listen to you. You're right, and we're gonna fix them. And and not only that, the next skins we have coming out, we looked at those and we're like, you know what? They're not quite right either. We're going to fix those. Okay. Because they're like, but what they're going to do is they're like, rather than delay the, the rollout of the new skins, we're going to put them out wrong and then fix, fix them, them on the back end and then okay. do a do an update, a patch uh, later on, which is really cool because it's not so like... So smart. Yeah. Really, best of both worlds. Best of both worlds, yeah. right? Actually, so they're doing things. And then what's more than that, so that's surprise number one. Surprise number two is that there is evidence of developers coming back to the game. Oh, cool. That really? were plucked off to do Battlefield Five rollout. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so that's encouraging. Like the, it's clearly a skeleton crew over there. Yeah. So they're clearly reinvesting in it. A, a little bit. Yeah. They're they're okay. they're investing in it. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhat. Like they're yeah. not leaving us hung out to dry because okay. it did appear like those skins were like we saw people data mined the files and yeah. saw those skins at launch two years right, ago. Right. So, um, you know, they did no work on them. But now they're like, you know what? Okay. Like people yes. like canon material. And there's this constant sort of battle between people and actually Grant and I are on um on opposite sides of the fence on this one, I think. But there's like people who want customization, Fight. like <laughs> like whatever, you know, just customize your guy, let's go open yeah. one sandbox, make your your person whoever you want. And then there's the, I think the Star Wars fans that just want they want the game to feel like it's Star Wars, and so as much canon stuff. So yeah, Dice already sort of broke it by making Crosshair heroes. So I can be a Naboo and see Ray, which is just like so. Oh. It sounds like they're kind of halfway between both, right? Of them, or I so can not see pleasing it. anyone, right? Yeah. Um. So that's sort of game breaking, you know, canon breaking, anyways. But so which way do they? Which path do they go? Mm-hmm. Do they go veer towards the gamers, or do they veer towards the Star Wars fans? And um, it's not a game for gamers. Like it's not an FPS like you know, like tournament game. It's, it's a fun, a e-sport, casual, kind of thing, yeah. yeah, it's right. not an esport thing. It's like, a, it's a casual, games. Yeah, yeah, shooter, but it's like dynamic. Like it gets a lot more play value 
because it's multiplayer and it's mm-hmm. open world and you, yeah. and you can do that. Um, and so that's sort of how yeah. Star Wars fans work in there. But there's that a very wide spectrum from people that are just like, oh, I just want to pwn noobs with, you know, one, you know, no scope, one shot, headshot yeah. kills mm-hmm. with my sniper rifle from across the map. And then there's people that are like, ooh, E11, I want to be a stormtrooper and like, you know, grab mm-hmm. their E11. Right. Like me, that's like, oh, it's not the best game, best gun in the game. But when I'm a stormtrooper, I'm not that's using an AC-30. Yeah. I'll tell mm-hmm. you that. I'm using an E11 and I'm going to do as best as I can with it just because it's that's what I, the experience yeah. I want. Yeah. Um, and right. I wreck. So, cool. you know, with that. Yeah, so well, I'm just gonna whatever. keep flipping in Spider-Man yeah. for the next few weeks <laughs> until Red Dead Redemption Two comes out. And then, yeah, uh, we, were, we were talking about customization the other day, and we we're talking about how people, if they were able to customize their, yeah. their paint jobs on their, their right. suit armor and their, their, their decals and all that kind of stuff, they would there would obviously be some people who would just be outrageous with it and make these like yes, crazy right. rainbow colors. Yeah. There's, there's a right be. way to do it, but I don't give Dice and EA enough credit to do it right. Like I saw, like Five O First is blue and white, right? right? And we saw in the cartoon uh, a lot of a lot of really cool customization within yeah. that schematic. If they allowed you to do that and do like customization, but they don't have the technology to do that. Yeah. And I don't mind like clownish looking stormtroop clone troopers, but I know other people would. And I know that it's uh, it would, it would conflict with, yeah. with Canon. Right. But yeah. how they could do it is they could just let you with maybe lime green kind of like let you organize your patterns on your suit. And then depending on the game right. mode you go into, it just gives you that certain that color sort of pattern. and you don't get yeah. to choose paint color. Right, you know what right. I mean. That That's would be sort cool. of into it. Yeah. But see, the way that they have it now, the customization is the paint color. So it's like in Naboo, yeah. oh, you will yeah. see people in camo armor. You will see people in the normal uh, Naboo armor, which is like it's uh, maroon stripes, and then you'll see the three twenty seventh armor, oh, which so is just yellow. Cannon breaking so, immediately. Well, I mean, the way that they sort of frame it is that like this could have happened. So let's just say, oh, I mean, because there was never clones that we know of on Naboo, right? Right. Like it was Gungans that fought them. Right. And and the Nubu like local. I, yeah, I was kind of upset to see that there was no gun gun. You and me both, battle, buddy. Because I love that battle. I'm yeah. upset by proxy. Yes. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for your your yeah. proxy outrage. Um but uh um, yeah, so so anyway, so it's sort of like, well, there could have been so, another battle there and like in there maybe they had to call in some support and maybe they you know, the closest place was Kashyyyk. Like yeah, yeah. I, I can get behind that, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day it sounds like they're not as you said, they're not picking a lane. Like, pick a lane. Yeah. And, right. like, it's hard. Like, I, I applaud them that they're listening to the players. But you got to be careful with mm-hmm. that, right? You got to make sure you're listening to what the majority of people feel like, not just the vocal people online. But it sounds like... And right. I know, Ben, you're, like, the most even-keeled player or, like, person I know that I, I trust your feelings are pretty representative mm-hmm. of the, the, the common Star Wars fan who's playing Battlefield. Right. I'm, not that I'm yeah. saying that you... Not that I'm forcing you to speak for everyone, but, like, I trust your opinion on yeah, it. Yeah, I come more from... I'm the Star Wars fan that learned first-person shooters again just through... And it's yeah. third-person shooter, to be fair. But yeah. um, a shooter, multiplayer shooters, yeah. just so I could be in the galaxy in a video game. And That's so like, I'm know. in a similar spot. Like, I am a Star Wars fan first and a right. video gamer second and yeah. a third-person multiplayer shooter 28th yeah right. like i really it's not like it's my yeah. least favorite genre of it. i will play i would play literally would play a tiger woods golf video huh. game all day long before i'd play that <laughs> um yeah. i just tortured myself for six months getting my butt kicked yeah on like 15, but yeah and then suddenly i was like started to be in the top yeah. five and was like oh all right now and then i'm hooked it's just my personality is so, like, yeah. and this is 
what I'm going to say is impossible, but they need, uh, and maybe they know this, like they need to figure out who their players are, who are the people that are sticking around, right? right? And who are maybe, you going to cater to? So maybe you do this where you have certain areas where you're like, you know what, this, these games you play if you're a Star Wars uh, traditionalist, that's only canon things happen. Mm-hmm. This is what you play for if you're just playing for shooters and see who's populating those things. And yeah. you get the majority of people going one way, like to take a vote without taking a vote, just vote through people playing and then it make yeah. a decision. We're going to go completely canon or we're going to completely go self-design just right. do whatever you want and see who's yeah. playing it. And, and it seemed like ready-made right like they should ea already has battlefield that's their franchise so yeah. that's their shooter right yeah that's right. what they're doing so like can't make that for you know for the, yeah. the the gamers and make star wars battlefront for the, the star wars fans yeah but it's like there's inevitable cross-pollination of there. course yeah. yeah and then and the people that criticize the in the game community online are the gaming faction. Right. right. So like when they go in and they're like, oh, this is a pleb casual shooter. I don't like this open sandbox thing. And they're the ones that like put on all this like they, they try to get the OP um, overpowered, yeah. you know, uh, gear and just wreck people just because they can. Yeah. And that forum, it's sort of hard to divide against those two. So they have to sort of the Star Wars game has to be a good gamers game. But the, and but the, they're working with a deadline I, that I think didn't allow to have yeah. non um cross era heroes yeah hmm. you know and i don't i don't want to be the one who keeps bringing up marvel because i don't think marvel and star wars i don't i don't think they're different things they're very different things but they're both nerdy things and they can learn from each other like i made a joke about playing that 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 spider-man video game but like it's the hottest thing right now everyone's playing boy yeah, I, howdy. That. I loved it like I, if I was not a Spider-Man fan, I would freaking love that game. And right. I am a Spider-Man yeah. fan. And yeah. it's like, and so it does all those things. Like it's open world. That? So what if you got the same level of polish with, say, like Ahsoka Tano? Or yeah, that's right. what I'm like, saying. It's like, like, like do yeah. like a Assassin's Creed open world game uh-huh. that is true to the canon, but like gamers who aren't involved with it would love. Um, yeah, it's absolutely possible, but... But well, 13, 13, they went with 13, 13 was going to I be that. I know. I was, that, was the last, that was the last uh, Star Wars yeah. video game that I was actively excited for and was aware but, but, of. Yeah, they went with EA, and EA does one thing, and that's not, yeah. you know, and, and it's not what the Star Wars fans It's Insomniac does, uh, does Spider-Man. Yeah, they're incredible. Okay. But yeah. I don't, I don't want to spend too much. I know we can't spend too Sorry. much more yeah, time no, on games, but um, I do want to jump to, like, a few ideas I had. Um, uh, first of all, it's like, yeah, I want more customization in terms of, like, troop armor. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Paint patterns, things like that. Uh, also, weapon customization. We've seen Beckett, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. deconstruct yeah. A, a weapon just yeah. right in front in of us. I don't see why we could we have any game in the mo- universe. Yeah. yeah. I don't see why modifications can't come into the Star Wars. Well, the thing is, is, they should be era specific. I think. Yeah, yeah, you know, that too, that too. The like, but they should too. have more guns per era. But um, for me, it's like a little bit too much of like a mindless shooter, like Call of Duty. I think it could be more yeah. tactical, more strategic. There could be yeah. the, the there could be different game modes that that kind of that that play towards that, which is like Absolutely. a battle royale mode or something like that. But but ultimately, I, the most upsetting thing for me about Battlefront Two is that and Battlefront 1 is that the, the ships can't land and I've still my <laughs> yeah. the most fun I've had playing yeah. a Battlefront game Star Wars Battlefront game has been from Battlefront 1 and 2 those kind of right. early back ones back in 2005 yeah and and what happened was it was someone was driving a clone or flying a clone transport yeah. past that little kind of nook in the the, the, the ant spire on the Genosis and yeah, like I, I jumped out of the the hole on that spire and and actually pressed the right button at the right time and got inside the clone ship as it yeah. flew by and my buddy picked me up and it was just like I just it just I was elated. Yeah, elated. I was elated. Yeah. I loved that. Um, and I haven't been able to experience that since. 
Uh, and then a battle royale mode. I mean, come on, this is this is the new craze right now. Yeah. I don't see why we can't do like Narshada. The yeah. huts are like creating this kind of arena for everyone to get dropped into and start collecting gear. And that way, you know, I've always had a problem with the battlefield games because there's so many players on the map and you're just always getting flanked like wherever you are someone's spawning on their team and flanking you it's just constant right with a battle royale mode there's just more space to work with you can think more tactically you can you can have like you know all these jetpacks the cool yeah. cool gadgets that you don't get in say a, a PUBG or a um, the new call of duty battle right. royale mode and all this kind of stuff i mean there's like a lot star wars could do for a battle royale mode. oh yeah That'd be totally really, really yeah. fun but it would, I mean, it has to be within the scope of what DICE knows how to do and yeah. what can do. It needs to be an idea that's brought forward. A rain cores then, like running around the map. Like, oh, sure. Oh and then it needs to be within their actual ability to make it, and timing-wise, to make it happen. So, so yeah. well, you guys don't have any of those things. I was 100% listening, but yeah. multitasking. I was also went down the list of Insomniac games. And I'm like, I know that. What's Insomniac known for? Their main IP before Spider-Man was, anyone know? No. Uh, uh, um, uh, 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 it was on Xbox, Xbox exclusive. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Oh, Ratchet and Clank. Okay. Huh. Which are really fun games. You've played yeah. them, but not open world. Like, this seems to this be their, their first four-way or yeah. big yeah. into open world. So that's my argument for, yeah. you know what? If you have a good enough team, yeah. there are enough things you can figure out. If you've never done an open world game, you can hit it for... And Okay, I want to make it clear. I don't know. I didn't click on everything that Insomniac right. did. They might have done an open world game before, right. but nothing that was huge, right? right? Nothing that was big. So it's like, yeah, this so, is why so, so dice. Yeah. Stop resting on your laurels and do something. Well, Sorry. And, and like, listen, I don't want to. I don't want to trash the dice guys. They do. They do what they do, and they they do. They make a beautiful game. They make a beautiful sounding mm-hmm. game. Um, they have 100%. good gaming dynamics, and they're working within the confines of what EA and and Lucasfilm has given them. True, but I just the the fault really lies at the top. Let's let's blame Bob Iger for this one because he seems to be he said the buck stopped there right, but like he's just in his office going that's me too that's I me did too. that I know too. you're listening Bob blame me that's fair yeah, he's our number one yeah. listener but like no they they just they decided to to give an exclusive contract to mm-hmm. EA and it's that's not how this can work like no. you're Star Wars get yeah. the best gaming yeah. company or what the, right. but no not even the best the the like most up and coming yeah. most promising new game take listen to pitches from yes. these like young gaming companies that are Bids trying to do pitches. revolutionary respawn, stuff respawn's pretty top tier i mean the yeah. titanfall games are gorgeous yeah yeah, yeah. nicely polished but uh and i but i mean Jedi, that was I, I that was prom- subcontracted yeah. through aa and that's like oh, okay. they only did it with one company like in how many years five years yeah well hopefully after <laughs> after after ea bioware is finished yeah. with their their anthem game hopefully we can get that same model uh in, in the star wars universe but yeah Speaking to Jedi Fallen Order that's coming out soon enough, yeah. I mean, like, I'm going to make a prediction right now. Yeah. You're basically, it, the Order 66 game. has occurred, and you're basically just, like, you know, trying to survive in Coruscant, oh, a Coruscant that's just up in flames. And that's just basically, that's, and it's, like, several districts or whatever. Yeah. That's just, and that's you the might map. Even it's get, open world. Do you think, it's oh, open world. So you think it's going to be open world one Just world. on Coruscant. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. That just would trying, be, just be trying to get off that. world. Yeah. Just trying to get off I'm world. I'm on board. Maybe. I yeah, um, I'm I mean, fine with maybe that. You I, go to different I wouldn't worlds. mind. I bet it's Poly World. I, I think it's gonna be too. I think it's gonna uh, be Star Wars has to travel, right? Uh, yeah, I take it back because like you could still do it, like because you never really yeah, it's still open world, like right. it could be smaller, but like right. open world, yeah, yeah. Like, nice the world you have to like that, your, right? your yeah. Jedi yeah. Temple because you're immediately trying to go somewhere. So yeah. like you're on a space station or one of those weird like cool worlds from um like uh you know rogue one where it was like that yeah. you know two asteroids that are like clinging together with a city in between and like, right, right, right you know then you Ke- have some Kef- other Kefrin? capital Kefrin? city Kefrin, yeah we've said this before it should be open world it could be open world yeah <laughs> like 
Black Flag was open world, mm-hmm. the Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed. Yeah, Because yeah. that was very different. The other Assassin's Creed, you explore one map that you build out and you have right. to get to certain places. Mm-hmm. But on Black Flag, right, that one you went to multiple different places. Was that the one where you like you start in Concord, Mass, and then you're down in another place? You can actually travel to different areas oh, and wow. explore it and then also and, get yeah. on your boat. Your boat being your, your spaceship, yeah, yeah. your starship, and Concord Mass being Coruscant, and then right. the other areas being other. So you get that map right. exploration. It's of like each a, planet, a, a Kotor esque experience, yeah. just yeah. way yeah. more polished. The only thing is, open, it's tough because like free. the Caribbean is very contained, but the galaxy is very uncontained. But yes, right. I, I still think that yeah, should be, it's not a one to one. Yeah, or I, I, I think more of Borderlands, where it's like, oh yeah, you yeah. Know, like well, there's totally. key cities that you yes. need to go to specifically, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that you're on rails only in that effect, where it's like, well, I need to get X, and that's located in right. Rhodia, so I'm going to go yeah. there. Yeah. So um, maybe a short, maybe a small map on Coruscant trying to escape, and then you're getting like right. three planet open world Rhodia. maps. But, on, yeah. yeah. If you think about Coruscant, you would just need a small map because you'd have so many doors and places you can go in and explore yeah. Yeah. that it would it would take you forever to go in all those little right. spots, and then you have something like. Uh, Corellia, which is more sprawling because right. there's less going on. There's a lot more yeah. traveling to yeah. different Ilum. places. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just do like, you guys want new planets for this game or do you want I do. tried and true planets? For I like... want mix. Okay. Mix above. Yeah. All right. Cut a little something. Yeah. Something yeah. old, something new. Yeah. yeah. Like Tatooine. You'd be upset or you wouldn't mind. It's been done too many times. That yeah. I, I wouldn't want that that, that much. And we know, on we know Obi Wan. Felucia. Also, do they just copy and paste Assassin's Creed? Like, like half of Assassin's, like Assassin's Creed, the last one that came out. Which is which is the oh. Egypt? So I feel like <laughs> oh, that's yeah. why I'd probably be like, don't do Tatooine because I feel like the person would be like, nah, that was real easy for you. Well, they can't. They, 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 I mean, that's true. It's different companies. Different assets, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's Ubisoft. Photos. Though there are rumors that the next contract will be Ubisoft. Oh, that's it. We, we've told the we've told the developers what to do. They know they know what to do. What they know, those poor guys. Do. Like no one gets whipped by their masters more than like game developers. So I feel yeah. bad even criticizing them. And no, it's not like I, I haven't played. Hundreds no. and hundreds of hours of Battlefront Two. But then I, I think you did a good job of not blaming the people making the game, the creative people behind it. It's people who it's higher up. It's yeah. the decision makers yeah. about who made these decisions yeah. because people at Dice want to make a good game. The yeah, people working on it love that game. Want to make a good game, and, and they're such, doing the best they can. I yeah, think. There's such good details yeah. that are in there. You can tell it's they're Star Wars fans, game. and there's like you know, and it's even like era specific. Like with Tatooine, it's like it's episode. One Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. It's not episode four, four Tatooine, yeah. which is really pretty oh, exciting. Is it? Wow. Yeah. Actually, it's episode, it looks like episode two four Tatooine. Tatooine. No, is it, it is because there's a lot of uh, there's like the Naboo space. There's a Watto with stubble. Yeah, no, Watto's place is like the first like cap point. That's fine. Um, which right. is sort of funny. There's no Watto himself there, yeah, right, right. which would have been awesome. Yeah. But uh because you see like pedestrians like leaving the scene mm, as the battle, mm. right because the battle That's unfolds. Right. Right, right, right. Um but it, it would be cool to see some Toydarians split. But again, anyways, we spent too much time on video games today. Thanks for listening to me, you know, go on and on. But it's, I, hey, they're trying. They're yeah. trying. Every, I think yeah, this I think game that's a good gone, thing to come but, back around to is they're, yeah. they're yeah. So now uh, we're going to move on to all the solo stuff that happened in the past week. So we finally have like a digital version yeah. of this movie, um, which is great. And I had been dying to see this movie again. I only saw it, I think, three or four times in the theater. I saw only. it. Twice. Twice. That's it. Wow. I couldn't make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I was great to have it and see it at home, and I really loved watching it again. Um, I saw it three times. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I lied. Truth comes out. Um, yeah. So, it was just uh, really great to watch again, but um, also uh, really wanted to see the bonus features around this. Yeah. Um, so, actually, Adam, you have, like, categorized, and you have yeah. like, you, you so, took note on all the different uh, features that came so out. So, there were quite a few mini 
featurettes in it. And the two big ones, the first one was a round table with all the cast and Ron right. Howard. And we'll talk about that. And then there was a Kazan on Kazan one. Mm. And then the others were mostly just kind of special effects, like how yeah. to put specific scenes together. Um, so I think that we'll probably talk about the first two the most. And then the, the special effects stuff, I don't have a lot to say. Right. Other than it was really fun watching them put together. Yeah. Um, so why don't we talk about the the roundtable, which was... Yeah, uh, interesting. It was it was pretty much everyone, right? I and mean, yeah. it, it was everyone but I mean, Ray Park. <laughs> right, everyone but it, Ray Park. So yeah, yeah, it was moderated by um, Ron Howard, which is mm-hmm. actually like a really selfless... You know, yeah. really humble, authentic thing for him yeah. to do, which is like very Ron Howard. Took to it too. Like he actually came yeah. with questions and very thoughtful and, yeah. and actually like yeah. wanting to do that role. Right. And yeah. all the actors were there and like Donald Glover and um, Alden Ironreich and Junis was there, which I, I, was, I was really pleased he was there. Um, and uh, yeah, and the whole squad and even um, Val was there. Um, and I'm trying to remember her real name right now. And I can't do it. Uh, Phoebe Wallerbridge. Phoebe Wallerbridge. Phoebe Wallerbridge. Yeah. yeah. Phoebe yes. Excited, I remember. And Woody Harrelson. And Woody Harrelson. Yep. Um, so yeah, they sort of went around and, and he asked them all questions and um, it was kind of nice. But again, it's there's a part of me that just like doesn't like looking to see how the sausage is made. <laughs> because yeah. actors, I I work with actors and they're mm-hmm. usually very sweet. Yes. But they're also sort of in an entire world of their own and yeah. realize like, oh, like that's not Tobias Beckett. Right. <laughs> but, I, but I will say like they seem to really like each other yeah and they're like yeah. like it made me feel like this was maybe one of the f- funnest star wars movies to shoot in terms of like i think jj might be the biggest cheerleader who makes the the most right. fun set in yeah. terms of like he brings energy yep. yeah i feel like this was a hellish shoot at times from the way they yeah. described it yeah but like they said it was three weeks for the first three weeks to the, for the mud uh, pit, in the, the mud, mud pit, pit which is yeah. unbelievable but like it seemed like everyone really liked each other, so it was almost yeah. like camp feeling in a lot of ways. Right. Yeah. And we should mention up front here, <laughs> there is mm. this like humongous yeah. pink elephant Chuchulu creature that is in the room. Um, <laughs> a Cthulhu pink elephant. <laughs> oh, oh, I yeah. want to see that. Yeah. Um, that is Lord and Miller is yeah. not in this, and, and they don't. They don't never mention mentioned. him. So it's just like. They're like, wow, yeah, that was a tough three weeks. Talk about it like the <laughs> troubles. Like, yeah, like, there's, yeah, like yeah. they weirdly kind of yeah. refer to it, but yeah. And I mean, as we'll talk to you later, um, after we talk about this, we'll talk about uh, the, the bonus 52 things that um, John Kasdan yeah. uh, posted. But, and he gets into it, but like, you know, they, they're, it wasn't all bad. They, no. they got some great things out of Lord mm-hmm. Miller. It just wasn't a good professional fit. Um, they just couldn't get to the finish line. It sounded like right, yeah, and um, and and it looks like they had really great aspirations yeah. for mm-hmm. what they wanted to do, but you know they're trying to not put any of that politics into this, understandably. So they're tiptoeing around that as they're sitting here, yeah. you know, with Ron Howard. Yeah, the mud pit too is the first thing they shot. Yeah, and yeah, it was first thing second unit, first thing they shot, and and which is just I can't imagine being like, here's your first, yeah, congratulations, yeah. you're Han, now you're gonna roll around in mud for three weeks, but yeah, in a fight scene, yeah, which kind of makes sense because you're not really acting as much when you're just no. when it's all physical acting, yeah. and it sounded like it did a good job for getting Jonas and Alden to get yeah. like chemistry, like that's actually yeah. really brilliant yeah. because they, yeah. at that point, like you've gone through boot camp together and right. you're like just brothers, at right? That because point. that's that's. Chewie and Hans meet, yeah, right? right? That's where they meet. So this is when the two actors really meet. And um, Junus, I think, I, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that I think name Junus. right. It's not yeah. Jonas. Jonus? I Jonas? think it's Jonas. Is it Jonas? Or it might be right. a soft J, Jonas. Yeah. I call it Jonas. I like yeah. that sure. better. Um, he seems like a really good dude. I, like I love his lot. athleticism. Yeah. Um, and and I, he has, like, 
he's he's got some of the like the the nonverbal thing. Yeah, which obviously that's yeah. what how you know Chewie communicates mostly. Yeah, right. and he I feel like he's really got clearly that. Clearly, spent a lot of time with Peter Mayhew and watching yeah. Peter Mayhew. But exactly, like, like Mayhew did a great job yeah, teaching but him. Jonas just loves being Chewbacca in a way that I don't mm-hmm. think Peter Mayhew. Did Peter Mayhew got a little resentful what? later in life? Really? There's I some like there's some interesting story. Well, he can do Chewie. Like he knows yeah. Chewie, but I think Jonas is the person who will yeah. like give you the giant bear hug. Like I feel like he is a method Chewie. Like yeah. I feel like he is Chewie <laughs> the entire time yeah. he's in that costume. Yeah. Yeah. And you see him like hugging Ron Howard and doing other Chewie stuff. And I feel mm. like Peter Mayhew was like Oh God! Get this thing off me, and can I have a smoke? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, hey, even though he is Chewy, like I'm not yeah. saying and he he's, is the he's best. He's a really good Peter Mayhew. Is really cool about it online. Like yes. He, he'll comment on Reddit, and he'll always be yeah. there. And he's a really mm-hmm. sweet guy. Yes, he is. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's it's just great to see how Enos has taken to this. Yeah. Um, so cool. Uh, what else? Woody Harrelson, I think, is either he's the least method actor ever. Meaning that, like, when they so they pose these questions, Ron posed these questions about, like, what do you think your character was thinking X, Y, right. and Z? Which is really fun to watch yeah. them. And it clearly was not given to them beforehand because you could see some of them go, like, Puzzle oh, no, it. I don't like this question. How yeah. am I dealing mm-hmm. with this? Yeah. And, like, um, uh, Val, oh, place Val from Westwood, uh, Tandy, uh, Tandy Newton. Tandy yeah. Newton. That's the one I was Asked that question. Yeah. She had clearly thought about had this. And, like, you could watch Woody Harrelson going, I don't know. Like he tried yeah. his best. Like he was really game to try and answer, yeah. but he's just like, I, you just gave me the lines. And I just read them. Like, he's just the most natural actor yeah. ever. Yeah. Like he doesn't have to get method. He just, no, yeah. just becomes a person immediately. I think he's a national treasure. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, he really, yeah. yeah. But like, as far as Star Wars no. fan, he's like just another gig, bro. Which I think works for that character because yeah. he's yeah. not thinking too hard about it. He's just yeah. that like worn. Yeah. Like, Effortlessly like yeah. believable. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Cynical. Yeah. Yeah, really Gunslinger. great. I actually I loved that one with Donald Glover. Um, I forgot what was the hypothetical, but he like nailed. How would you describe the other person if they right. weren't there? Like, so how would Lando explain describe Han? Or was there? Another I think one? it was it was like how did you two meet? Like he and L three three seven. Oh meet? yes, and it was, was like a, it probably would have been some gambit, and like he needed her yes. to like get out yeah. of it, and she resented him for it, but he yep. made it. You know, like and they actually. Um, they really made it sound like I was like, oh, I can see that. Yeah. You know, like it, you can tell Don Glover really thought about his character and yeah. did some great things there. Uh, um, any other thoughts about the roundtable? I don't have any notes around the roundtable. Right. Uh, and then there was a Kazdin on Kazdin, which was um, just about Larry Kazdin. And it was about mm-hmm. yeah. his, his thing. It was eight minutes long. It's like, the, in case you don't know what his legacy is. <laughs> my, my issue right. with these documentaries, and I always, were, I wish they were longer. I wish that round table was an hour long, to be honest. Okay. I wish this Kazan on Kazan was, was 30 minutes, not eight minutes. Yeah. Because it starts with tapes from 1993 with Larry Kazan yes. meditating on Han Solo. And like, he's been meditating on this character. Yeah. yeah. I mean, since 77, but if you look at 93, at least for 25 right. years about how to write this movie. Right. So yeah, this just, is him yeah. talking about Han on yeah. tape 25 years ago. Not yeah. videotape, audio tape yes. only. And yeah. And really. the fact that his big mantra is there are no simple heroes or villains, which yeah. is all of Solo. Like everyone has yeah. a turn. Not all of Game of Thrones too, yeah. actually. Totally, yeah. yep. And why that's also very popular now. Yeah. Yeah. Moral ambiguity yeah. throughout that film. Yeah. Uh, I like that Larry referred to the movie not as Solo, but he referred to it as Han. He kept referring to Han. I wish it was called Han Solo, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also realized in this documentary that Jonathan Kasdan and I are exactly the same age. And I started, this is where my connection with Jonathan Kasdan started, which will continue on. That I'm like, 
Oh, I identify with that man quite a yeah. bit. It's, yeah. Star Wars has been going on long enough now yeah. where we can have generational relationships with it. And it's interesting. It should bring us together with more with other mm-hmm. generations mm. and does probably in some effects, but yeah. it also sort of divides us in a way. So I have some, speaking of that, <laughs> I have some thoughts that I wrote down at the very end of this one. So the combination of old guard, faithful to the original, that would be that would be Larry, right? Because yeah. Larry is very much like right. I don't know any of this stuff. It seemed to me like he had never watched the prequels based on some of the yeah. some of the things that Jonathan had said that John had said that like yeah. I don't think he'd ever seen the prequels. Yeah, I don't think he has. So it's the combination of the old guard, faithful to the original, and now um, um, uh, and new like 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 John who did it might be the kind of perfect combo the people yeah. can be really faithful but then bring in the nerd cred in a yeah. weird way and, it, and I feel like it really it was yeah. both of those things married perfect right it was a great story yeah. it felt like Raiders of the Lost Ark it was just like yes perfect amount of action and character development and then there's all this nerd core just yeah, like yeah. fragments just like lining the whole thing and yeah. watching Solo again and listening to the documentary makes me feel like this is the closest we're going to get in 2018 or in the 21st century to a classic Star Wars film. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. As much as I love oh, Force totally. Awakens and The Last Jedi, they, they do not feel like as much as The Force Awakens tries yeah. to mimic the yeah. ones, it's still a very... 2015 movie yeah and yeah. solo feels very 19 it's like 1980 summer of 1983 to me mm-hmm. like it feels like like that's right. what's going on and i feel like that's why we in this on this table connected to it and maybe some of the kids didn't connect to it maybe they, it's yeah, not like their the, type the, the of new movie. movies kind of kept some of the the, the, the spiritual like brooding that the prequels had yeah and it's yeah. and it's kind of like the ot was just like a good old-fashioned adventure and, yeah. and that's what i felt with haunt solo, it felt solo. like a serial like a like a story yeah. like yep. like yeah so i think totally. anyway so that, i mean that was my first takeaway from this and i think we mentioned this even when we did our immediate response it's mm-hmm. just like this feels the most like an original trilogy movie yeah. that yeah. of any and if you know if that's what you like you're in for yeah. a treat because yeah. it's yeah. there it's not heavy it's not heavy like the oh. saga films so yeah. it's nice yeah so. and that's it there's a lot of other short ones you can watch about like remaking the millennium falcon escape from corellia mm-hmm. the train heist team chewy becoming a droid scoundrels droids creatures and cards welcome to fort ipso and mm-hmm. into the maelstrom mm-hmm. they're actually fun to watch they're yeah. short yeah. they're like anywhere between five and ten minutes they do kind of the behind the scenes it reminds me of the old ones you would see at the yeah. ends yep. of the new hope tape vhs tape right. and right yeah there was some weird kit bashing going on i really appreciate oh, yeah. when they were making some stuff <laughs> where we're them making the old star destroyers and, the, and yes. stuff so yeah. it was fun but nothing a any, lot of practical anything, effects yeah tons yeah. more than i expected actually yeah. from watching i mean they that. like that that bar uh for kipso was like that was it they made a bar like they made which the, is like where uh, is that bar like why would you make that and then break <laughs> it down and not just open and, it up and for source, business source yeah, lighting it's like practical lighting yeah source they use lighting. Practical very lighting. very cool oh, what was his donald glover was said like he was like I'm so used to like in the real yeah, movies, it's like you have to look a certain way. You got to move your body set. to always yeah, yeah. get the yeah. get the like light right. He's like, this I just acted like a human, and the light was always yep. right. It, it was, was Bradford Young. Yeah, was oh, the name Bradford of the person Young. who did that. And when is he going to get his own Star Wars movie? Because like I have so come to appreciate the he's use the of DP, like right? the DP, yeah the so use this of the, is his Star Wars movie. But like no, but like he wanted to like direct. Yes, because like I so appreciate. I really bumped up against it the first time I watched this movie. And every time I watch it, I appreciate more and more the use of like natural or like organic lighting in this film. Mm-hmm. And it really yeah. just like he he is he knows he knows old Hollywood. Like he knows mm-hmm. anyway. Sorry, I'm just or, like and new Hollywood. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the whole thing is like using practical light 
because yeah. they have like these digital cameras and these amazing sensors that can you know make anything sort of work with the the, the light that's given yeah so yeah. now they're allowed to do things like the the revenant or whatever it's like no. where they're just like no. they use golden hour light for the whole shoot um you know just natural light no no actual practical lights at all and yeah i mean i think this was in that spirit he's he's a brilliant dp yeah uh, director of photography yeah. and yeah. like yeah, I, I, I mean, and it shows the movie is beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful, and it like it's stylized too. Like when we, we're talking about how this movie has different segments and different feels. Yeah, like the lighting and the feel changes, and it's like color coded. Yep. It's it doesn't you know. Yeah, it's connected, but like each section is beautiful in its own way. Right, yeah, which is how Lucas made the original. I remember on those old like the old the nineteen nine like the spe first special edition VHS tapes. Yeah. At the beginning, they had like. Lucas talking about each film mm -hmm. and he would talk about this idea like I had color like I in the New Hope I had brown for this color gray for the Death Star like he yes. had three different yes. color pa palettes in each movie yeah yeah and you see that bit in Solo that oh, taking that idea yeah. of like yeah Corellia's you see it in a lot very of gray yeah. blue yeah. Yeah. and then yeah yeah and so on I have a ton of other little notes but they're mostly just I if you really like this film and you want to appreciate it at a different level a deeper level I think it's worth watching these like there's certain things I didn't notice the first time through that made me really want to watch it again and again to see yeah. like these little hints like there's a cloud city figurine in the uh oh, yeah. in the millennium falcon oh is there yeah oh, yeah wow. it was like he's got big thoughts he's already just yeah. like oh this is gonna be this oh, okay. thing i'm yeah. gonna do yeah you know someday oh, that's cool. yeah tons of little things like that yeah uh i want to bust into the deleted scenes a little bit sure yeah sure all right so there's plenty here there's proxima's den i oh, my only yeah. know is doesn't add much Except for their actual literal white worms. worms. In the, and I think, yeah. don't they drop Lord Miller saying, like, no, they actually, oh, no, that was Casden. Casden. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can actually see the actual white worms in there. Yep. The, it looks like the film that Lord Miller wanted to make was like really gritty and visceral. Weird. Not what I would expect. I agree. Yeah, like, like I I, it Ron Howard came in and lightened it up, which is not what I expected. Yeah, no, yeah. it was like, because they, I mean, they showed the fight between Han and Chewie. Yeah. Was like tactile, like, like a more tactile. Oh, oh it's, God, say, it's, yeah. it's first, it's twice as long, at least maybe three times as long. And I mean, they just kick the tar out of each other. I yeah, mean, yeah. it's just, it's really like they, they are, you, they're trying to kill each other. I wrote this. I don't really need to see Han and Chewie brutally beating the blank out of each other. That yeah. is like the statement I put mm -hmm. there. And yeah. then like, I also, on a side note, don't buy that Han would last anywhere yeah, near that line against yeah, Chewie. That's the other yeah. thing where like, no, yeah. Chewie just rip them apart right. immediately. But there's like scenes of them pulling each other's hair, which is sort of funny. Oh. But it's like, but until you actually rip a tough out of like Chewie. It's, oh yeah. And you see his like bare skin, which actually looks like Caucasian skin, which is kind of gross. Yeah. Sorry. I still am having trauma from watching that scene. It's, it's, it's gross. Really brutal. And it's visceral and it's brutal. And it's like, I guess I never really realized how tamed down I need it because like what got left was like, all right, they, they smack each other around a bit. It's brutal, but it's short. And like he, you know, Han essentially saves his own the skin. weird differences in the Ron Howard version when he says, uh, we'll make secret battle of make pretend or whatever that line is. Yeah, yeah. Chewie figures out is on board completely, completely. after that point. Yeah. yeah. In the Lord of Miller version, that doesn't happen. It keeps going back and forth where Chewie's not Chewie's on board, and then his Wookiee side takes in, and so it's uh, just like it's weird. Where I'm yeah. like, you guys aren't you're on the same page now. You're not again, and it's just like right. it's I don't know. I really did not connect with that scene yeah. at all. <laughs> I think Ron Howard insisted to put that in and say like, see, I made yeah. it better. 
Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's just trim this one. Yeah. A bit. Then we had the Corellian foot chase where uh, Kira and Han are running through Corellia and then end up in a vat of eels. That's yeah. right. And the, totally yeah, unnecessary. The River Phoenix. Yep. Kind of homage. Even though yes. they like start making out there. It's the a little. It's eels. a cute scene between Han and Kira, but not yeah. needed. I like the fact that it skips directly from the land speeder to the spaceport. Like, yeah. for the most part, that's all I need. Yep. Yeah. Um, Han Solo Imperial Cadet. This one we've been looking for, mm. been waiting on. Thoughts yeah. on that? I like how it transitions to Mimbon better yep. than the spa- yeah. the Coronet spaceport. Yep. Yeah. I like the moth, but Sir Moth yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. Moth, Sir, Sir Moth, moth or, yeah. whatever. He's not, probably not a moth. Yeah. I think it. I think it slows the pace down. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I like it, but I feel like if you're gonna do it, you need to do a ten minute segment of him I think as it an imperial. It needs to be cooler. Cadet. Like I want to see Han Solo in the full helmet. I don't want to see his face. Like yeah. I, I want to be like I want to f- be in the cockpit of a Tie Fighter with Han Solo, and then like you know, like because that's insane. Yeah. And then I want to see him get court-martialed on the like la- you know in mm-hmm. a hangar or something. Like I, I want to see like. I want to be in the Empire with Han Solo, like, in the gear, being just, like, you know, instead of, yeah. like, it felt very... I'm sure they would have put all these bit effects and Greeblies in there, but it felt, like, very stagnant yeah. and plain. I'm starting to realize... I don't know why Lauren Miller, but I think the question probably came, are you, are you making a standalone film? Are you making a series of film? Or are you making a TV show? Because mm-hmm. some of the things yeah. that were added where I'm like... If I want Han Solo and Imperial Cadet, I don't want a minute 56 of it. I right. want 10 minutes of it. And 10 minutes yeah. would have would killed that movie. You can't yeah. do 10 minutes of that. So I yeah. think Howard came in and figured out. And I think Kazan wrote about this. Howard said, no, no, the movie starts when Han meets Chewie. Right. And I agree yeah, with we that more I watched that. And so it like, does how feel do we get a bit there? disjointed that we never see him pilot when he talks it to does. Rio about being a pilot. And yeah, it's like, I agree. I think, yeah. I think they needed it, but just... Like they would have to trim a little bit of Corellia, and they would have to like they would have to trim Han trying to evade people in Corellia, like a good minute or so of that, yeah, Yeah. and then put a minute or so of him flying on a real mission with Onyx Squadron, yeah, a good minute, yeah, because he hides for like a good. It yeah, seems kind of like a waste of time. There's, a, there's 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 some yeah. waste yeah. wasted moments there where he's just like getting yeah. back in the line and getting yeah. the name, and yeah. I almost didn't need him to get the name. Like yeah, like I'm fine with that, it, but I don't I need like it. it. I mean, that, yeah. but I'm saying in terms of like giving me like him in a Tie Fighter, like, right? Yeah, give me him in a Tie Fighter yeah. rather than a na- another line, another naming sequence, and then a, a joke with a guy who looks like him. And like, yeah. I don't know, I like that scene actually <laughs> a lot. But right, uh, um, yeah. what about the Battle of Mimba, the extended Battle of Mimba? Mimba, um, I forget the M. Uh, I forget, yeah. I forget what it was. Exactly, not necessary. It was just more battlefield. <laughs> more so battlefield, and they introduce another uh, member course, uh, of Beckett's uh, yeah. gang Beckett's who crew. dies, which I'm like, yeah. you don't need that. We get that with Rio. Yeah. There's and a bit Bao. of yeah. There's like some name overlap with the original th- in the Merlafty novel. There's like the Hans running away from he's boosted a speeder in the beginning of the yeah. movie, and he's and he's driving away from guys with these kind of flashlights yeah. were chasing them, and that's that's, that's Kilmo. And then Corso, Kilmo, it's like just uh, a little yeah, bit too much yeah. of an overlap for right. screenwriter. So it's like. Yeah. And they were trying, I think we'll talk about it. I think Kasdan mentions part of that scene as well in his 52 about keeping that character in because Kilmo? he was giant and or big, Corso, yeah. Corso. And he, yeah, was, he, was he explained muscle. why they needed Chewie. Yeah. But it's also like, I think Rio's line of like, it's never bad to have a, have a Wookiee on right. your team mm-hmm. was enough. Yeah, those gags were good. Yeah. Um, snowball fight. Yeah. yeah. Totally honest. I thought that was like something that happened in real I life. I thought so too. Also, they happened to capture. And, uh... I don't know when it happened, but it seemed to me it seems to me like it happened after the heist. 
Uh, yeah, you're right. I think. So it's just them. Yeah. Right? Just Rio the and Val just died, died and these guys are or having a snowball fight. So I'm like, yeah. totally. That's like Ray and Luke dancing. Yes, yeah. right. Like that would have been. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the extended uh, meet Dryden scene. Um, we get more lore bombs. You get a little more look at his office. Uh, yeah. Right? yeah, that's right. But he's, in my opinion, he's too menacing too fast. I like how mm. the slow build of Dryden being very. I mean, we see him kill the senator immediately. The regional governor. The regional yeah. governor. Yeah, yeah. Pardon me. Uh, and then. <laughs> Sorry, I take this <laughs> no, no, no. I read that's, that book. Or... That's what we do here. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, in terms of his interactions, I like the slow boil, slow build of like Dryden being very charming and like, oh, I'm so sorry that about Val and just yeah, like yeah. waiting. Yeah. And then he kind of builds to expl- exploding, yeah. and it feels like he gets there too fast in yeah. a weird way. Of like, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're we gonna have general discussions about Dryden during this, or should we just jump? Or is that later? I don't know. Because I love tough. when we when we get introduced to Dryden in the film. I love. Uh, how he 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 not only introduces himself to Han, but he also introduces himself to Chewbacca. Yeah. Yes. It's like right. oh, hello, Chewbacca. Like, yes. Yeah. Man, I, he is such a warm working. moment. I was like, nice. I yes. weirdly <laughs> root for that evil son of a gun. Yeah. In a yeah. weird way, and which is what he was going for. He's so charming. God. I kind of love him. Like yeah. I, I'm bummed that he's no longer there. He, yeah. He's got a little like Lando Calrissian. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like yeah. where he's but he's on the, his opposite number where he's like, oh no, just well, like totally sweet and like uh, etiquette is perf- like. Yeah. Yeah. amazing well, right and he's just you know just really fantastic and, and then but he's like oh but i'm probably gonna have to kill you i yes. hope you understand yeah, yeah. but you're also you know? like i completely understand <laughs> yeah, yeah. i know to- i totally get it. no worries yeah it's great. go ahead kill me it's fine i i get yeah. it um but i think as kaz said he's supposed to be the literal polar opposite of Jabba, Jabba. and yeah. he is in every yeah. way and i'm like oh that's like, there's so many things that kaz pointed out where i'm like oh i'm dumb yeah. either i'm dumb or or, or it got lost in translation, but reading this 52 mm-hmm. things made me yeah. appreciate some of the stuff mm-hmm. a lot more. Um, and then the only, the last one is the coaxium double cross. Which is neither coaxium nor double cross discuss. I don't know. I was like, wait, what was what? That's, that's a scene that assumes your audience is dumb. Yeah. Because it's already setting mm-hmm. up the double cross and then it removes all like, Oh, really tricky, huh? Exactly. Mm-hmm. All you do is you, you all you see is like an empty coaxium container. And you see him like this literally overly act a look on his face of like, I have an idea. Like yeah. I'm like, yeah, nope, yeah. cut it. Yeah. So it's amazing with all this, they only did fifteen minutes of of uh, deleted yeah, scenes, mm-hmm. and five of those minutes were yeah. Han and Chewie brutalizing each other. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and I, I feel like there's more to come. I mean, there this is. is. So this is the first release. So there'll be. There's got to be stuff. So I guess it's a good lead off because, like, I texted, <laughs> I texted these guys on Tuesday when I was watching these things, trying to figure out how the hell do I get the, um, the, uh, the what's it called um to commentary the commentary to work like mm-hmm. i was in my itunes i was just like oh, yeah audio channels like i was like yeah, i got yeah. missing it there's no audio commentary on this which yeah. bummed me the f out because i was really 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 looking forward to it and we could speculate why they include it once we talked about they'll probably include it in the one they do at the end of the year the special edition yeah, yeah. maybe on the blu-ray release but that's next week yeah, they waited two weeks i don't think there's any plan no, to do a commentary. No. it wouldn't be there wouldn't be anything new for the yeah. blu-ray release this is just like that would that would really that would hurt people today. yeah but um you know but maybe there'll be a uh, 4k something that's some or point. you know mm. yeah. Yeah. you know at, like or there'll be a holiday edition where it's like oh now with new bonus but yeah because out of all the films this has the most kind of eu uh yeah uh, yeah floor drops in it yeah right? and, there's like, so and, many uh, so 
Speaking of speculation, I, I feel like uh, John Kasdan felt like he was going to get a call to do the commentary and it never came. Or this is me being really just super cynical that he did a commentary and they decided not to release it for whatever reason. But he released, what was it, last week? Just this list of 52 solo factoids and tidbits for anyone yes. who's interested. And when you read it, it goes through chronologically through the film. So he was, cl- yeah. I, wrote here, I wrote here, he was clearly watching solo and drinking. <laughs> Because when you like when you read this, it starts out very much like here's like my thoughts and, and yeah. it's very thoughtful. And then by the time you get to like page four of six, he starts dropping s bombs and he's being a little more casual. <laughs> and yeah, so like yeah. he either got really comfortable or he had had a couple a of drinks. Drink. Yeah. yeah, which I again can completely relate with Jonathan Kasdan. You guys are like brothers. Yeah. I kind of am. I am. I feel very brotherly with him. I do. Yeah. I also enjoy how awkward he is and yeah. like I relate a lot to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my dad, yeah. Yeah. who I love, is not Larry Kasdan, unfortunately. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, I did not get... All our dads cannot be Larry Kasdan. I did not get boxes of Star Wars toys delivered to my house when they were uh, released. From Lucasfilm. I got an Before off-brand <laughs> Star Lores <laughs> toy. Star Lores <laughs> Out, so should we jump to this list of factoids? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Yeah, Let's cool. do it speed around. There's yeah, 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 we don't have them. to read them all off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Kenzie and stuff. Uh, love it. Sure. Yeah, love it. Yeah, and it totally. comes through yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, white worms are an homage to the Bram Stoker novel, The Lair of the White Worm. Really cool. Didn't yeah, know yeah. About that. It's really cool. Very cool. I had no idea that number three that Linda Hunt voiced uh, Mother Proxima. Yeah, I didn't. Know that. I didn't either until I read that. I mean, I'm sure it's in the credits. I just never read it or saw that. She's yeah, such a great voice for that role. Yeah. Like, yeah. So number four, I'm going to read out loud because I have written next to this, boo, with seven O's and an exclamation point. Uh, of course Han told Leia the story about he and Kira, how he and Kira broke out of right. the den of white worms. And that, and that's what gave Leia the idea to pull a real thermal detonator when disguised as the bounty hunter, Boosh, yeah. in Jabba's palace in ROTJ. And then there's more. What? What? Didn't, what? Because Leia's capable. She doesn't need to hear a story from Han to figure out to pull out a thermal detonator. No, I mean, she. I'm sure she would have figured it out on her own, man. But, but like, I th- maybe there's a little poetry there. Uh, no. Actual poetry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just an empty echo for me. It's like I, empty. No, it's like I really... love this. I love this. All right. Fair All enough. Right. Okay. I, I, no, I mean, you're no, allowed to hate it. I'm just like. No, no. I, but and it's, the, it's the only one where he did this where I'm like, no. Because all the other times when he talks about, like, because he clearly thought about it. Because the line that I cut out was, and for anyone who feels that maybe, the, uh, maybe that didn't need to be explained, you're crazy. It has to be explained. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Like, he clearly, everything that happens in that film is connected to something. I just, that, I bumped up against that. I just like, no, I don't, Leia's smart. <laughs> she doesn't need Han telling her some dumb story to get an idea. You're absolutely right. But like, don't yeah. you think that like, I feel like Leia's so good. Sometimes she's just got to do things with style. And yeah. like, you know, she's just like, you know what? I'm going to use the old play from Han's playbook on this one. It'll totally right. work. Yep. She's and smart enough. She hears everything, puts it away for yeah. later. Yeah. And then like uses, puts it on her palette and then paints with it when she feels the moment yeah. is perfect. All right. And job is a slug. And it's yeah. Like to worm, worm slug, so yeah, worm like, slug. This is, this is what you do when there's just a kind of. <laughs> when there's just yeah. giant worm yeah. holding you hostage. Yeah. Right. I All mean, right. it was used in a different way. He respected it. but Yeah. Yeah. No, because it was real. <laughs> Because it yeah. wasn't a rock. Yeah. Actually, now I'm back on board because it's Leia taking something that Han did and fixing it, it and going, yeah. no, this is why you actually make it work. All right, yeah. I'm back on board. Mm-hmm. You showed it to them and it makes yeah. its own noise. You don't make a clicking sound with your mouth, yeah. which I thought was so funny. In that yeah. movie. All right, fine. Uh, there was no speeder chase originally. Yep. Just it was a foot race. 
ridiculous. Yeah, yeah uh, Lord and Miller changed that. Were was one of the first. This is the first time I think that we get some Lord and Miller that stuff. he specifically credits Lord and Miller for something, which is what I love and wish we got yeah. a commentary yeah. about, which is like more about like give credit where credits due. Yeah, yeah. And Jonathan Kasdan does a wonderful job throughout this of giving everyone Ron Howard, yeah. uh, Lauren Kasdan, and and uh, Lord Miller and Kathleen Kennedy all the credit that's due yeah. for this yeah. film. Um, but in this case, in this case, Lord Miller right. We didn't need a foot chase. The speeder chase, much better. Yeah, because we needed to see him yeah. behind the yoke or something. I think that's actually yeah. his exact quote. Yeah. But um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And just like in general, I mean, I think this is really important. Adults disagree. Adults yell at each other. They, mm-hmm. you know, they break up uh, partnerships. They, mm-hmm. you know, do things. And it, But it's okay. And they're okay. Like it doesn't have to be this passionate thing that we see in movies all the time. And I think this is one of those cases where it's just like, you know, Lord Miller just didn't work. And I feel it's sort of a shame that they can't, like, in a mature way, talk about yeah. this, the divorce, essentially, that happened between them. Well, um, but, I mean, yeah. it's just – it's, like, too much of a minefield to go through when you have to, like – when it's so public for mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. But when you have um, a multi-billion dollar corporation involved, I'm sure right. the lawyers would be like, no, you can't say that. You right. have to say this. But I'm sure the lawyers oh, looked they... at these 52 things that he put out there. I don't think so. Oh, I think he went rogue. Can't. And just drop this. Yeah, what do you rogue. think, Grant? Yeah, this is pretty rogue. Um, I think well, this was this so. list yeah. of fifty-two factoids is kind of an attempt to show you the possibilities for future films within this same. Uh, I can't imagine he would be allowed to do that. Like, unless I mean, because that would be suicide if if he if he did this without going through their lawyers. Yeah, I, I was I was going to say I yeah. think the way that he went about this is how you can do this. Yeah, and talk about divorce in a way that's that's very you know politically sensitive and. Um, yeah mean, but cnp could be any i mean like legally speaking you could you could dodge stuff but i don't well that would be really brave of him yeah. but i mean well as we're going to get to he clearly wants to make more films yeah he does yeah um, so um, that's this is that wouldn't be the best way to go about it no so we talked about six han pulling the eel out of his pants it's kind of funny kind of not um we've seen yeah. it before um yeah, it's seven the 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 kind of tie fighter cockpits that are rolling towards them that they're yeah kind yeah of running away. it's a little bit like the wrath tar scene from a little bit force awakens yeah but know. just kind of cool to see the components like yeah, yeah you know they yeah. are balls right like yeah. just seeing them yeah. be balls and like roll down a thing and again maybe too a little too uh you know raiders of the lost ark yeah. or whatever but uh he yeah and i saw them i think it was in one of the outtakes you see the racks of just the center cockpits i think oh, in one did. of the one of the outtakes yeah I think when he, when he crash lands. Uh, yeah. Uh, then eight is Moloch. Apparently uh, is a nod to Allen Ginsberg's, Allen Ginsberg's poem, Howl. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Cool. Yeah, cool. that's cool. Uh, uh, nine, I'm going to cover because, uh, so I have a specific relationship with this one. Coronet spaceship was a name, or spaceport was a name found on Wikipedia. Uh, I remember <laughs> this from the video game Star Wars Galaxies oh, yeah. because yeah, Corellia right. was on that and one of the main spaceports was Coronet. So when oh, I was cool. in the theater going, I know Coronet. Like I was just so excited <laughs> from a dumb video yeah. game I played and it made me sad that he didn't know that and he just Googled yeah. it on Wikipedia. When we get Jonathan Kasdan on, we should ask him if he played Galaxies or yeah. yeah. I don't think so. I he think this line on. proves he didn't because okay. he said he found it on Wikipedia and uh, he didn't yeah, just pull right. it out of you're his right. butt like I did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number 10. Um, oh, this is... Uh, discussing why they got rid of the Han Imperial Academy scene uh, yeah. and kind of the, the internal struggle. There's just debate that went yeah. on with that. 
Well, and what was the gist of it? It was just like... Uh, it was always a hindrance to the flow of the story, which consistently felt like it didn't really take off until Chewie arrived in the movie, yeah. which I, I agree with. We talked but, about that earlier. But yeah. I, I agree with Grant. You made a good a good call for how you could have cut yeah. other things to still include it. Yeah. Yeah, it could be tighter. And yeah. They could have added it. It could have put it in. Um, tag and Bink got mm-hmm. cut. Yeah. Uh, and we know that he Jonathan Kasdan was... One, yeah, either Tag or Bink. Was he yeah. Tag? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know the characters. Like, I don't know. But here's the thing. So unless you, this is a joke, if it's a joke, because it says we shot extensive coverage of both Tag and Bink, but ultimate, ultimately Ron Howard felt that the actors portraying those characters were too attractive and charismatic and <laughs> might distract. So it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I just got the joke. Yeah, yeah. You just get the joke. Yeah. Right, welcome to the yeah. party. Adam. I forgot he didn't play. <laughs> that John uh, Caston's a funny guy. He's a funny guy, yeah. <laughs> hey, this guy. Hey. They're too right. attractive and charismatic. <laughs> so then we get the uh, Battleman Mom supposed to supposed to evoke Kubrick's paths of glory which, yeah. it, which wow. it does beautifully totally. it's a gorgeous yeah. scene um and Corso we talked about Corso the muscle that was originally in Beckett's crew that got nixed from the film yep um 13 uh the mud pit is all um all uh what's it what's the name Lord and uh, Miller, Lord Miller idea, yeah. and yeah. like and he gives full credit mud pit is pure Lord and Miller and for my money it's one of the best scenes in the movie yeah I've Agreed. heard a lot of people it's love cool. that scene I do yeah yeah, yeah. It's a good movie, like core movie scene, like yeah. storytelling and exposition. I don't know. I thought it was fine. <laughs> I can think of, I don't know, of, of like 10 other scenes that I like more than that, but um, it was still cool. I mean, it, it did its job. Yeah. I it brought it. two iconic characters together. Yeah. Yeah. And it made Chewie like threatening, which he rarely is in the films. Yeah. yeah. So it was nice yeah. to get that. That was neat. Chewie. Good sound design. Yeah, mm-hmm. really good. There's because they start with like rancor sounds, and then it's like, yeah, there's then, a like, beast. Yeah. They do a yeah the the uh, uh, one of the um, extended one of the uh, behind the scenes things is all about Chewie and all and the, the sound, sound designs. Design they and they had to go record another bear again. Yeah, oh, like, wow, we need a new bear and more bear noises. <laughs> and they, and they, yeah, they they evolved them a little bit. The, the sound crew it's not Ben Burt led, which Matt is Wood like, now. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, but yeah. um. But they're very much very everything in Ben Ben Burt like created what sound design is, and now everyone's just aping him. Every time you see what was his name Matt Wood, Matt Wood, you see him out in the field taping uh, something. Oh my god, trying doing his best. Look at Ben Burt, yeah, yeah, (laughs) with like different microphones and stuff. Dude, that was actually how I got my start too. So whatever. That's on lonely shoot days. I'm like, look, I'm Ben Burt, but like just to myself. So then, kind of a big scene here where uh, Beckett was originally going to leave Chewie and Han on Mimban, and Chewie and Han were going to hijack an Imperial garbage ship and then dump yeah. garbage on stormtroopers. Hugely expensive, right? Like a massive yeah. scene. And also, it kind of doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything and yeah. just the opposite. I, I like w- Rio just saying, you need a Wookiee, yeah. get the Wookiee. Yeah, keep the yeah. Wookie. and you love Rio after that moment. It really builds your, yeah. your yeah. fondness. I'm really coming around on Rio. Yeah, I did too. not like Rio the first couple times yeah. I saw that movie. Didn't, didn't, yeah. didn't. But I, I'm back on board. I actually really yeah. last few He's times. He's got heart. He's definitely yeah, got he heart. Does. Yeah. I didn't think of Favreau when I saw that. I just, you no. know, I just saw the character. Yeah. And it was funny seeing it again, like when I was looking for him in the suit. Yeah. It's like really obvious. There's like an alien yeah, yeah. stuffed in a suit. Yeah. And like I don't know why I didn't catch it the first. Few no, times. I didn't either the first time. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's pretty great. I, I, I'll play devil's advocate here. I wanted to see them like. I want to see them get ditched, hijack a guard. Can you just like the two of them doing that? I mm-hmm. know it'd be too expensive. No, I know. But like saying. more, a little more just on and chewy moments. Yeah. yeah, still like trying to like awkwardly trying to work yeah. together yeah. for the first time or piloting something together. But, and failing. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah. I, I to play devil's devil's advocate. I do love, and I think it was in one Angel's of the Advocate? Angels Advocate. One of the um, one of the other ones when they're talking about the Millennium Falcon or Han and Chewie that the first time 
they ever co-pilot together is the Millennium Falcon, and they have this instantaneous yeah, rapport. Yeah. And I kind of love that yeah. that like they're all just flicking switches like they've done it a million times. Yeah. And they're like this perfect partnership. What did what did um, Chewie have to do? It was like. Uh, convert uh revert power to the like front deflector shields or something, something like that, and yeah. she's like uh and he's like it's he like a seven stops. switch sequence that he's like bang yeah. bang 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 yeah, yeah. and like puts it in there just like uh like rolls his wookie eyes <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like noob yeah. that was awesome that was a yeah i can watch that forever like those two in the cockpit in the millennium falcon i could just see it watch forever yeah um number 15 we find out that the kazdan spent a lot of christmases in the rocky mountains yep yep Good for them. Good for them. That must have been nice. And that's what led to Vandor, apparently. Yeah. All right. Cool. I literally wrote cool afterwards. Um, 16, they were originally going to, during the the convex, convex, I don't know. Convex. Convex Convex. job um, was originally supposed to be, they were going to break out a criminal um, and then release that criminal. And that criminal would come back in a later movie. Hmm. which is interesting oh interesting um, but I like the idea I think the coaxium pulls together the entire movie yeah. it makes sense that that's what they failed the first time they have hmm. to go get it I think I think it's a good change what are your thoughts yeah I mean I don't know good this, and fun yeah this uh, this kind of came up to me as like the whole movie could be restructured with this scene like this is one of those oh, scenes totally where it's like it's changed. like this would change like this would ripple through the entire movie yeah. like yeah. it honestly there there could be a movie where it's like Dryden's character is on that conveyance and they save him yeah. Yeah. and it's like and then, you know, he comes into the fold from, from that moment on. Yeah. But, like, uh, it's weird, right? Because that would have been a – if they did that and released that guy, that would have been – they would have succeeded at the job. And then yeah. and then you have to figure out why they're still in – Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, which you could do, but instead of, like – it's just very simple storytelling yeah, to be like, wait, you're wait. supposed to get coaxium. You didn't get coaxium. Go get coaxium. <laughs> right. But it's like you were supposed to get a guy. You did get the okay, guy right. because he's going to come back later wait now why am i gonna kill you yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah. what is the motivation to go through do the kessel run yeah, yeah. okay yeah and uh, just for the record here yeah. i just want to go on record saying um there's gonna be sequels to the solo like, i agree and, and and like and by that i mean like lando like in this universe the solo verse or whatever this is gonna happen and i will bet right now anyone that's out there if i run into you in person and there's ever been proof that there's not going to be them i will buy you a beer yeah but i will there is one you have to buy me a beer yeah i will say also that what's not been covered is that the week before the digital sales um solo through its box office um hit its goal or it covered so it hit it went into black before the dvd before the digital Mm -hmm. sales even happened which granted they want a lot more money than that yeah Yeah. but that's not a loss because every single copy they sell digitally is profit and they spent a ludicrous amount of money which john kasson talks about later in this thing Mm -hmm. right that's the thing if they had spent the money they meant spent it would have been a moderate success for them which is enough to justify a sequel but i agree with ben i think there will be a sequel yeah it's just yeah. it's they I, did too good a job with this to not do I it. I know. I think I think the sequel might be different. I we talked a little off air. I don't know if the sequel is going to be in movie form or if it's going to be in mm-hmm. digital streaming or digital the the Disney digital streaming as a as a series of uh mini series or something yeah. like that, but we're going to see the characters played by these actors again right. in their own thing. Yeah, I feel like there's all yeah, cuz <laughs> I mean, at the last, it's like, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I'm just thinking about, I'm just thinking all the different story routes in my head at once are kind of just like branching out. And uh, I just feel like, yeah, we, we go, I mean, I see a movie and the movie is like, we go see Jabba and Jabba gives Han a kind of a, a job to go smuggle some spice, right? Yeah. Like spice had, didn't come into this first film. And it's like, right. that's like major in Star Wars. Well, it did, yeah. but it wasn't 
I mean, the the, um, the Pike Syndicate was he was smoking sp- or oh, doing spice, okay. however you yes. do. It. And when when he meets Kira on the platform, oh, he was smoking some spice. Yeah, yeah. smoking. I don't know. It's actually has like a liquid. Yeah, it's like a liquid it was kind of thing. Right? But it was nonetheless. He was doing the spice. But just <laughs> if a, I can sound like an adult he was doing the about drugs. what the kids are doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean the second movie is allowed to be a little darker, so I, I can see the him them getting yeah. that kind of. Job to smuggle some spice. Uh, he makes Jabba proud because why would Jabba look at Han, call him Mibuki, and like love no, Han Mibuki, so much yeah. if it's yeah. like Han didn't please him a few times yeah. and do no, get, we need succeed yeah. right. So I see him succeeding. He's given another job. Um, we need Han, and then I see Chewie getting mad that Han is succeeding and kind of falling into this criminal world. And I see a separation in the second film. Yeah, oh, oh that'd be oh, interesting. Yeah, Where like Chewie goes to Kashyyyk yeah. to maybe try and free his family, and then Han's like, "No, I'm gonna keep doing." I this agree. Thing. We need Han fully buying into the Beckett lifestyle. Well, then, being well, like then, Beckett. And then I don't, I don't think you see Kira uh, so much in the beginning of the film, in the second act, and in the third act you see her. But I think Son of Staros could come into the second film mm-hmm. easily, come into the second film, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and kind of and kind of uh, push Han towards that criminal lifestyle, and Han yeah. could be like, "Wait, I'm missing my key component in life, my best friend." Everything and, you're saying makes so much sense, and they yeah. could just do like a but trilogy I, of solo, like solo specific movies. But I do feel like they could also do the solo verse and have I like think, the next one be yeah. like. Boba-centric or but I do Lando-centric. See, I do see this criminal thing that we just yeah. talked about at that point. I see that maybe coming back. It's definitely and maybe happened. Sana's going after this criminal and yeah. Han's helping her and Boba's going after him. Yeah. Bosk is going after him. Right. All these people are going after oh this one God. criminal, IG-88. right? And then, But mm-hmm. then I think Crimson Dawn wrecks everything and ruins it all. And I think you do see yeah. Kira and I do, and I, yeah. I think the best development you could do for Kira is to make her look more like Maul. Shave her head, give her some tattoos, just make her fully oh, go down the hole. Awesome. Honestly, like I, I feel like that's be the best awesome. way to develop that you character. Had a rough couple of years, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then she's vicious. She's like a vicious assassin in the mm. second film, or probably third act in the second film. Wow, you know? mm. I, I can see that. that. Yeah, like what happens? Yeah, yeah. Like I can see all that kind of stuff, and becoming like your mentor, right? Like she's yeah. kind of adopting some of that mold yeah. look. Interesting. That would be dark for Disney. I would love to see it, but. But I mean, hearing, I like hearing Jabba's still, laugh in like, the trailer she's, is like, like... I mean, she's yeah. just staying alive. She's not really embracing the culture. She's sort no, of yeah. just trying to survive it. And you get to see the light come back into her eye when she sees Han. You know, oh, even yeah, though Han's she's a vicious there. assassin. We get to yeah. see more of that, too. It's kind of, And yeah. it, it, it juxtaposed nicely with how she looks right. in Solo, right? She looks so glamorous and and kind of... Uh, right. Uh, kind of oh, ornate. That would, that would be really great. Yeah. Yeah. Because we know she's... We think she spent some time with Maul already because of her No, in the novel... In the novel, when she sees the hologram of Maul for the first, first time, time. It's the yeah. first time okay. she's Which, ever well, seen so wait, they just both happen to know the same fighting style. Apparently, yeah, it, it contradicts a little bit of what Caston uh, says later in yeah. this fifty-two. But it's I the feel biggest like the official problem. like canon story. What it's is it called again? Terracottas. Terracottas. Yeah, yeah. So that's the biggest problem is Terrascasi. The Terrascasi uh, inconsistency. <laughs> yes. It ruins Star Wars. It Ruin, breaks it all. Ruins this movie. Um, and furthermore. Let's see. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so much. No, there's, there's ways to go forward with these films for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and multiple paths. And yeah. I, and I, Ben, I think you might be right in terms of like, I feel like Lando was the biggest success of this film from a mm-hmm. marketing standpoint, from a lot mm-hmm. of standpoints. And 
Donald Glover's a superstar at this superstar point. Superstar is the height of his powers right now. And if they're going to do anything or get or, or have Disney or anyone else say give him a green light, it's going to be Lando. I think it's going to be Lando, and yeah. it's going to be a solo verse, and Aaron Allwright will be in there be in and it. will be yeah. a character and one of the yeah. main characters. But, but it's going to be Lando. It's hard to conceive of like because like so we last time we see Lando, he's losing his starship, but he's like retired, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like it's got to be something to bring him back into the game. Yeah. We know you know Chewie and Han are going towards. Uh, Tatooine so it's like he's probably got to get to Tatooine maybe they're competing for the same job like maybe he's still sore over losing the Falcon and yeah. he needs a new ship so he's like trying to roll some smug like need some fast cash and yeah. he goes back there and like maybe they're competing slash collaborating yeah I don't know it yeah. would have to be something like that right? yeah something to bring their their you know adjacent enough that you you know you get yeah it's, it's tough again because it's like how do you bring lando back into the fold like maybe the falcon will stall out on a planet and han can't get it to start because it's got l3 in it and you need to get lando to get in that cockpit mm-hmm. and talk to it do you know what i just realized i think it was actually from reading the lando comic mm-hmm. is that i don't think i realized that when they go get lando he's also on vandor yeah for some reason coincidence it's like i thought they went to a different planet yeah, oh no. really? No, four yeah. episodes on Vandor. On Vandor. Yeah. So now I'm like, why is everyone on freaking Vandor? Which granted, I think yeah, yeah. is like adjacent to Coruscant, so it is like a core, it's a core world, world planet. That's right. Planet. So I'm like, okay, that explains it a little bit, but it really bothered me a little bit that like they don't... that is sort of weird. So wait, they do the job on Vandor, the train job on Vandor. Yep. And then Dryden Voss is on Vandor, and then they get Kira on Vandor, and then they go get uh, Lando on Vandor, and then they go get the Millennium Falcon the, on Vandor. Yeah, from the comic we just read, well, though, it seems like the ship was impounded for quite some time before right. like right. the movie starts. So like maybe maybe Kira's just known that he's been on Vandor for a yeah. while. And she's yes. Like, she's like, wait, is, I know a guy. Here. I know a guy here. Yes. Because it's, I mean, time is of the essence, right? Yeah. Stranded. Yeah. Right. She. Yeah. I mean, and I don't. She it's just weird that the two most of people, important people's in yeah out of the three in han's life just just happened he just happens to bump into them on yeah. the same planet. i like vandor vandor's yeah. a nice planet i yeah. do like vandor anyway sorry i just i, I just realized vandor. that when i was reading the comment yo really? i'm glad you said that i had no idea i always assumed they went I to another went planet, to planet yeah too. she's like no i know this guy on the other side of the galaxy yeah well then, then, well then he talks about uh tandy newton's Val character and how her mm. dying off maybe wasn't the best decision because she was so she did such a good she's job good. she was yeah. so well liked she was too good um but they can write that with Son of Staros. I mean, they can build out a character very similar to Val and keep her alive like for two, movie, Staros, two right? movies. Yeah. yeah, I also think like that actually worked better because it made the death of Val that more meaningful when mm-hmm. you have that great of a character, right. an actor. Where you're like, this yeah. is a great character. Yeah. They're going to be here for oh, they're dead. Yeah, like, like, you've got yeah. three minutes to make your you know character yeah. like someone you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you're going to feel bad about. Oh, them can dying. you imagine? Because I mean, that must have been why they, for multiple reasons. But she was so good, and that scene where she sacrifices herself and like between yeah. her is so good. They both act yeah. that so well. Yeah, and then there's a snowball fight. Yeah, makes no sense. <laughs> sorry, that was cut from the film. It never happened. I know. I'm just saying that would have been real weird. It's a tough tone to manage. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, we had directors fired over this kind of management of tone and voice. <laughs> yeah, it's like yep, it's tough. Yeah, um, all right. <laughs> so then. uh Dryden Voss's base of operation was originally an island, kind of like a Mont Saint Michel, uh, elaborate system of canals. There's a scene with Lando driving a boat. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> only like, that's if it's, incredible. Only in, if it's Lando with a cape and in Han, the wind, oh, oh, cape and you do the Miami Vice theme song yes. underneath it, and then I'm on board. <laughs> and he's wearing his white pants and yep. yellow yeah. shirt. Oh, I love that you're in the cape room and you see the yellow shirt. Oh, do you? On. Yeah, I see that. yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like the yacht. I like the fact that we have a mobile base yeah. of operations for yeah. Crime Lord. It would make sense that they would be mobile. 
Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. I, I can see, yeah, no, I can see, like, right now I'm like, oh, I'd really like to see that island. But I can see if they use the island and they were like, oh, they were going to have this dope spaceship that looked like this. I would have been like, oh, why didn't they use that? Right. Yeah. No, but I, I feel like, again. The yacht is one of my favorite things. Yeah. It's really cool. Me again. too. And Ben, you're pointing us out. He's saying these things to do exactly what we're doing because he's like, we could still reuse these ideas in yeah. future films. Yeah. That's or someone else what can. I feel like yeah. this whole list is about. It's yeah. kind of like, look yeah. at all this creativity. But yeah. It's got to go somewhere. How about mm-hmm. new films? Um, right. So Doc Ondar. Yeah, uh, an Thorian yeah. antique stealer. And you'll see oh, it again someday. Yeah, this one that was like... So you going to be on Black Spire or something? I guess, because Kazdan says, remember that name, you'll see it again someday. So clearly that is something that they have plans for somewhere. Awesome. Yeah. Ithorians Doc are like Ondor. my favorite species. Oh, Ithorians, man. Yeah. Wow. They're so cool. Uh, 20. Dryden was uh, originally going to decapitate the regional governor, not just slit his throat. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently said it was a little too rough for Star Wars. And I agree. I feel I like agree. in Solo that would have been a bit... Like Wouldn't in Rogue that have One... threatened the PG-13 rating? Well, I don't know, because you're only going to see the head rolling, which seems like you're only going to see the head rolling on the floor, but they can get it's away with like that. It's not like you were seeing boobs or anything. Right, exactly. God forbid you see a nipple. Right. Um, sorry, a yeah. woman's nipple. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> at the end of the day, animals. I feel like, like you could do that in Rogue One. I totally for Solo, that's too, mm-hmm. I think that's too rough. I feel like Solo is yeah. much more of an adventure. Uh, I actually think I, I, slitting someone's throat is actually for me more visceral than, yeah. Right. Is that what he does? Oh, no, I think he stabs him. He stabs him in the stomach. He stabs him in the stomach, but it's super visceral the way you see yeah. it. And I realized this time, uh, it's with those double sided knives. Yeah. So I didn't realize that before. Um, I mean, yeah, we've talked about this and the possibility of a Boba Fett movie and, and the, the tone of that film. But I think if it was, an, I always say if it's an alien, I think it's okay. I think if it's like a goofy alien with yeah. big weird eyes and then just the head flops off or rolls right. towards yes. you yeah. and yeah. whatever. I like don't. arms are fine. We've seen plenty of severed arms. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Panda bar bombas. Like Transformers get their heads chopped off all the time, right? right. Do they? I can't follow the action in those films. Okay. Yeah, there's too much on screen at once. There's actually a term for that. It's like too, too, too much on screen at once. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so old man of me. Um, 21, apparently Paul Bettany's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, seems like a great guy. So I, I really didn't like Dryden Boss when I first watched the movie. And he's growing up. He's like one of my favorite characters ever. Especially when Han's like, the pikes don't know us. Like, like they don't know we work for you. And he's like, he's like, he is arrogant and hungry. Yes, <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah. Dude. yeah. And he's hungry. he's good. He's really. They did a good job. Scene. And they talk about him like doing um, Leo and Michael Mann's thief. Michael Mann stuff. Totally did not realize the Michael Mann stuff they were going for in this night. Yeah, that's thief's older too. It's huh. older. Yeah. Than, it's like 80, 80 um, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then also Don Draper. He wanted to do a little bit of Don Draper oh, with Dryden. Yeah, I'm that. like, I totally get yeah. Don Draper. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then in that 23, in that same scene when he kind of, um, Han improvises the Kessel heist is yeah. when it's like Han really becomes Han for the first time, which is totally that moment. Yeah. Han just like pulling stuff out. Like, yeah. just going, I don't know. We'll just figure like, it out. Yeah. 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 Just trying to stay alive. Uh, one one yeah. step ahead of the head on her. 24, Fort Ipso was pure Lord Miller. That was all there. I designed an idea. Uh, cool. Great. It's super cool. I love that design. It's beautiful. Yeah, Don't we talked about that, that earlier. Um, the other thing I would say is that they were talking about 25, how amazing Donald Glover is with Lando, playing Lando. I mean, yeah. That's not big. But what I didn't know is that he was cast before Atlanta. Yeah, a long time ago. 
Yeah. Like after community. After community. Atlanta. Oh, wow. That is an amazing call, right? Because he was good in community. Yeah. But Atlanta is when you realize that kid Did has do, range. Uh, I remember some like, people pontificating that thing before Atlanta, too. I wonder. Did he do a Lando episode in community? Like, did he do, did he do a Star Wars episode? Maybe that sounds vaguely familiar. I feel like they did everything. I wouldn't be right. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so that, and then it says the very end, Donald needs to don the cape again. And the sooner, the better is what he says, which is, I think we all agree. And that's why I think that's going to be the next big thing. Yeah. It's a different name. It's a different thing. It's a different thing entirely. I mean, they really reboot with that too. Yeah. Like if you didn't like solo, you'll like this. And you know what? It would be really cool. We're talking about how this could work. The first two acts have nothing to do with solo. Yeah. And then the third yeah. act, it's like, oh, he's like runs into Solo again in his ship. And he's like, and you know, Baba. We're like, uh, I know a guy. And Jabba, yeah. <laughs> like really like just dejected. Like, oh, uh, I know I need him. I know uh, I need him for something. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Like the yeah. end of a Lando movie, he goes to get Han. Yeah. Because like he needs the fastest Han. ship in the game. And, yeah. and Han and, and Chewie are way out of their depth. And are yeah. Like but they're to totally like, sure, we can help you. Because we need low. Yeah, Because yeah. the, I mean. It would essentially be the origin of Lando and Lobot, right? Like the oh, there film, you go. Right? <laughs> who would play? Who would, who would play young Lobot? Like who would be young Lobot? I'm oh, Bill. Lord. All right, you're I, all. I, <laughs> and not tall enough. I was still. I I think you go back to Woody Harrelson for another role. Like, uh, <laughs> like you resurrect. Woody Harrelson would be a great Lobot. He's you're, too old. He though. is too old. Um, Jude Law would be a good. Lobot. No, Jude Law would be. Oh yeah, uh, I would maybe totally not. I don't know. Who looks yeah. like that guy though? Jude Law. I like that. Shia LaBeouf. Uh, <laughs> well, it works in terms of like, but like he would actually shave his head and actually implant things on his skull because that's the guy who took yeah, out yeah. a tooth for for a movie. Right. One of my favorite shots in Empire is like when Lobot awakens. Me too. Eyes and wake up. Like, oh, totally. Like, that's how I feel is. every time I put on a headset. I'm like, like, a I'm like I am Lobot. This is what I do. And I have Grant in my ear being like, um, yeah, no, there's no, there's a good guy here. It's got to be like some like really stoic tall like yeah. hero actor that's been like probably a brit the funny thing is, like he's never shaved his head before for any role the funny thing is paul bentney would have been perfect yeah. yes paul bentney would have would been, been perfect, perfect but like um bu- 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 yeah you're someone right. it's like, be who who's like who's a close in age, close in age though to donald right like at this point yeah, I don't. Think. I think he's probably around Lando's age, yeah. and maybe a little older. In like, I don't. So he'd he's be actually his, probably he'd be in his thirties. He could be pre-implants at this point. He would have to be if you look mm-hmm. at the Lando right. comic, yeah, or at least Lando not pre-implants, but pre-like automaton. Like he would actually have a voice yes. and be able to speak and have opinions, and so, yes, so often yes. get taken so over. So maybe by he gets the, it. But it seemed yeah. like in the comic he got the implants fairly recently. Well, no, he, he got it through him. the Empire. He was working oh. for the Empire, mm. and then so. Yeah, so he could he could have hair. He would be like totally look totally different. Yeah. And by the end of it, he's I like, mean, again, if I get these implants, it'll totally help us out. And it yeah. can be like you can do whatever because they're not they're not gonna change an entire movie for one miniseries comics. Yes, they will. I mean, they're not. It's canon, right? It's canon. The canon's canon. Yeah, you. <laughs> there's, no, there's a canon. They could there's easily the accom- canon. They could easily accommodate. Yeah, they could figure out a way that it's like to retcon it that it yeah. works. Um, but um, yeah, it could be any. I, I mean, the way. Vader and Lando talk to each other in Empire. Mm. Wouldn't surprise me that they've come in contact. Oh, I agree. Right. So it's maybe some deal he's doing with With the the Empire. Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, who is that guy? I'm like. Are you trying to think of a bald actor? I was thinking (laughs) Brad Pitt, but he's too short. Um, Uh, Edward Norton would. Oh, he's too old. Too old. Who is the guy who played? He's got a good head for it. I feel like. I think he's a Scandinavian. Um, Mm. He was in The Killing. 
the American version, and then he played the he played RoboCop in the RoboCop. Ter- uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What's his name would be? He oh be, man, dude, dude, that's like a name, name that totally I don't I don't have. Yeah. Actually, what about Carl Urban? Yeah. Urban? Urban. Totally. Carl Urban. He's too Urban. He's too old, right? Too old. Yeah. yeah. I think Lobot has to be just the same age as Donald, really. Yeah. I think. If they were to do it. But uh, maybe no Lobot at all. Let's just know? face it. It could be anybody. <laughs> all right. Yeah. We'll keep going. We want Sorry. Thank you for indulging. No, but I feel like we can't. I feel like we're all like, we're going to wake up. In the middle of the night, and we're like, about a name. Like, that was the name. Yeah, can we? Can you guys do we, a poll on like, we, Twitter? Yeah, or yeah we do. Who should play Lobot? Who should play Lobot? Because we haven't come Young close, Lobot. but I feel like there's an obvious one that we're all yes, just missing. We're missing. And, right and there's there. someone screaming at his like, yeah. I know. cell phone. Right yeah, now. the one who crashed into the tree last week is now woken up from his coma, <laughs> yelling. Some guy out there's just horribly damaged from listening to us. We're gonna keep telling this person's story every week about the things we're doing to him. All right, twenty six. Talks about L three and some of the rejection of that character um, that the fans, that some of the fans didn't like. And he, interesting, he talked about it. Just didn't really. He wrote some. He said some things you should read, as like Spencer Cornback's uh, article in the Atlantic or Kate Gardner on the Mary Sue stuff. Like just said some stuff like, "This is what we thought. Mm-hmm. We don't really see where you're coming from, but read these things." So basically, yeah. and Lord and Miller really liked that the uh, uh, they liked that the bartender was like. Uh, not liked, but they, they they thought the angle of equal droid rights was interesting because yeah. of how the bartender almost easily discriminates against C three PO, and they were like, "That's really interesting." Yeah. Especially That's since they would yeah. be the least, as he wrote, the least rambunctious folks, the yeah, people yeah. you'd want in your bar. They're at least <laughs> yeah. likely to start a fight. They, they don't drink, first yeah. of all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess they they take up space. Like bartenders hate. Them. Actually, they bartenders hate people. Well, they, that don't they have drink. sensors. The they have sensors yeah. and things like that. And I'm sure there's like the, the fear yeah. that the Empire is watching. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, 27. There's a quote that I've never heard. Do you know where this book comes from? You couldn't get from here to Black Spire without me. So apparently Black Spire was named well, it was in mentioned Solo. in the... It, it was in the... I think it was in the outtakes. Huh. You couldn't get from here to Black Spire without me. No, I L3? found it because I thought the same thing too. Yeah, it It's got to be L3, It was right? an L3 outtake. Okay. Because I didn't remember hearing it all. And as he just said, Black Spire coming to a theme park near no, you. No, it wasn't an outtake. It's in the movie. Is it? Okay. Because yeah, I read yeah. this, then I watched the movie again. Okay. She, she does say it like casually. But it makes sense because she does getting in there. talk about his inability to find yeah. stuff. So Yeah. Uh, talk about the night shoot. Um, when the first time they see the Falcon, apparently Ron Howard was just like holding court and just telling mm-hmm. stories. And, and I'm like, that must have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. He seems like such a sweet down yeah. earth dude. Mm. Uh, he's like your like fun uncle that's like now directing yeah Honolulu discussed their parents 29 yep uh, yeah that was cool that was different fun. take right we actually hear mm-hmm. discussion of parents for a mm-hmm. change and yeah. Yeah. it's a nice touch I love that it, was this the the point that said it was like based on um, Bruce Springsteen Bruce, Bruce Springsteen album yeah, yeah. which is uh, great yeah that's great yeah because like Corellia, it's like that. Corellia is like a Bruce Springsteen planet. I do appreciate how John Kasdan throughout this is kind of like giving you a reading list and a watching list and a listening <laughs> list of like this is where we got this from. Inspiring, yeah. you could just set up an entire thing. Check from it. it up. Yeah. Uh, Cape Closet number thirty came from Lauren Miller. Yep. And then that scene was supposed to be similar to the scene mm-hmm. of uh, Leia and Han. I mean, we kind of got that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the very end, Han and Kira was never intended to be concluded at the end of the movie. It's a mm-hmm. story I hope we'll get to tell more of someday because I like their diverging paths. So, yeah. I mean, not, not anything we didn't already know. Yeah. What else? Um, yeah, 31, what was that? 
that was just talking about Beckett's character. Oh yeah, and representing that cynicism that Han would later uh, would, would have later in life. Well, um, later outwardly project, but never really possess. Right, which I, I don't really that, appreciate. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. He's always trying to pretend to be Beckett, mm-hmm. but he never actually gets there. Yeah, yeah. Well, because Beckett was a jerk, and he's not a jerk. He's yes. a hero. Nope. He's a good yeah. guy. And how there's a kind of mirror in terms of Beckett's, or maybe that's not in this one, but there's like when Beckett returns at the end of the film, it mirrors how Han returns at the end of A New Hope. And yes. One's a hero and one's a villain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Maelstrom, really, really cool idea to kind of make the Kessel Run more visually striking. Yeah. Really Jules Verne was yeah. the quote, which yeah. I totally yeah. never got, but 100% is the Jules yeah. Verne. I've been thinking of the Odyssey sense. the entire time, mainly oh, because like yeah, the bag of too. winds and the coaxium are like yeah. the exact yeah. same thing. Totally. You know, it's like, all right. Bag of winds, wow. Um, Carbonberg's coolest idea in the film. Yep, I just wrote I super OT. That's like super yeah. original trilogy. Yeah. Just like lore drop of just like mm-hmm. things that I think he name checked a couple. Either the one before, oh, that Neil, never satisfied Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like he just basically said, like <laughs> we don't care. We yeah. know this isn't real. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carbonberg's. Yeah, I didn't even catch it bef- until the uh, I read this and then watched the movie. And she's like, oh yeah, Carbonberg's like in the middle of like. L three L three mentions it. Yeah, yeah. she's like Carbonberg. Yeah, she's so yeah, she's so like blase about right. yeah the whole thing. Right, but perfect lore bomb. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Um, Kira's made up title: Assistant to the Vice Admiral of Trade Route Allocation and Monetization. <laughs> yeah, which is what she drops on the people on Kessel. Yeah, yeah. The next yeah. line though is amazing. A good-natured poke at some of the most confusing bits of exposition in previous Star Wars adventures. Of course not. We take all this blank very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see, 35, talking more about uh, Han fig- figuring out the Kessel run or Kessel heist uh, and how he's kind of going for a Mission Impossible feel, but less put together than Ethan Hunt and more <laughs> right. making it up as he goes, which yeah. is there. So Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is totally tone perfect, right? Yeah, and nut, like the kick in the nuts totally sounds like this, like just trying yeah. to BS his way through a situation. Yeah. It's like, that was my favorite scene when he's like, impressive. Like, yeah, most of them like, back, it's like, impressive. impressive. Yeah. That was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this is where I officially fell. Thirty six is where I officially fell in love with John Kasdan because he and I have the same exact favorite Han Solo mm. line in the entire saga. Which oh, is, cool. uh, we're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? It's my favorite. It's my favorite <laughs> yeah. line of Han and anyone in all of Star Wars, and that's his as well. So that's, it's a really good one. Yeah. But then when you look back at uh, Alden Ehrenreich's performance, you're like, oh, like that. He really ran with. Yeah, I think and, they just yeah. made him watch that in a loop. Like he was sleeping yeah, with yeah. that in a loop yeah. in his headphone, just going. Uh, how on are you? Yeah, yeah, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. this is the how are you, anyways. which is the best yeah. part. Um, how are you? Because I do that all the time. I always <laughs> looks, do that. Like, people, what am I like, saying? Why am I doing that? Yeah. Honestly, the, A New Hope for me is the funniest Star Wars film. It opinion. is very, like the very jokes funny. that go on in that film are hilarious. Yeah, yeah I love them. That that whole scene, um, that the C-3PO and the the security room scene. I think it's um, that, or to be honest, I think Last Jedi. I think Last Jedi has the most too. jokes, it's really per, kind of funny. which I think is trying to cut all just how dark, dark that movie it is. is. But like the uh, general hugs, Finn naked, leaking bag. bag? Yeah, <laughs> it is like that movie really sent me for a loop when it first started because I'm like, wait, there are too many jokes. What's happening? And then I appreciated the second time through, like, oh, we need these jokes because it's going to get real dark real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> Thirty-seven. So thirty-six. This is how you can tell he's he's had a, he's a couple drinks in, right? Because thirty-six is nothing to do with anything. This is where he just mentions this is his favorite line, Han line. You're right. That's all he says. Not like, any that connection. Was awesome. Thirty-seven. Would the movie have made more money if it had just been two hours of Lando dictating his memoirs in his holocron? Perhaps you live and learn. 
<laughs> so he's clearly now just punchy yeah, yeah. and just like whatever. Yeah. And then we got the Wapato Wapato oh, yeah. chase. An elephant, elephant like beast mm. of burden fitted with an enormous burrowing drill over its face for tunneling. It breaks oh. loose of its restraints. Restraints during the Kessel Rebound ends up chasing Han, Chewie, and Sagwa as they're escaping from the Quaxium. It was an incredibly slow I love this chase. I just imagine them slowly banter. jogging yeah. away from it they're and like, having Ugh. a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> like this like really yeah, yeah. plucky conversation, but yeah. like with While death, things like, like lumbering, lumbering yeah, yeah. at them. I just yeah. I love that. Yeah. I wish, well, probably I wish they're they probably did. trying to push the Quaxium out of the mine. Yes. Which is heavy yes. AF. Exactly. And then yeah. like, I die laughing whenever Sagwa like rips the cart forward yes. towards the Falcon. I don't know why. I don't know why. That's good. funny. Yeah. I don't know why that's funny. It just works every yeah. time. I'm like, this is hilarious. Um, uh, 39. Uh, he wants a he wants a special feature where you watch watch the skiff guard uh, disguise mm. get get thrown, oh. and then it like just time lapsed to Lando picking it up. Yeah. At the in the uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. That'd like what was it? 15 years later, he said. Uh, 16 yeah, years later. 15 something like that. 16, yeah, right? Because uh, yep. Return is six years, maybe. Uh, why? It's a, I can't see yeah. it. It's a 15 no, years. He this is 15. what yeah, that, that we yeah. talked for, about this for earlier. like 15 years. I second that. Like that's what yeah. I, I, I. You can see it, right? It's yep. just like thrown in a closet and all this stuff and in and out and blood spatter and like God knows, yep. you know, a bunch of nerfs being herded through that place. And, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> and you nerf? just hear like you just hear Chewie. He's in a comic. There's a oh, they, the nerf. Is one of the the Star Wars things. They actually oh, a Luke and you Han see them hurt nerfs. Yeah, <laughs> the transport nerfs. That's right. Oh, um, and then another place. So forty. When I was growing up, there's a stack of Star Wars Marvel comics, and so he grew up reading the Star Wars eighties, and so he wanted the Kessel, the landing pad at Kessel, to evoke the feeling of those wonderful Marvel comics from the eighties. Yeah. which, yeah, which again totally does, and that totally shot. does, yeah. and I grew Blaster up with those eighties yeah. Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. Like he and I, yeah, we were. That's that's the the famous like uh, blaster toss scene, right? Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like yeah. here you go, and I mean it was like executed perfectly. It's like it looks amazing, yeah. totally comic book cover. Yeah. So 41 references my cry moment from this movie. Every Star Wars movie has a cry moment for me, or at least a moment where I get emotionally, yeah. really emotional. Okay. And, and this is what he says. He asks, does the work, what does the movie work? I'm not the person to ask, but what I think does yeah. work, uh, the moment Han jumps in the pilot seat of the Falcon for the first time, I that yeah. scene is directed so perfectly and how excited he is. And just yeah. like, this is his moment. And I just, it, it gets me every time. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, it's done. It's, it is perfect. It doesn't have the gravitas of like Chewie, we're home. No, but it's it, that's the moment, right? Yeah, it's and like, it's more subtle, right? It's like, more subtle. Yeah, the yeah. Chewie on home line gets me every time, but it is engineered to get you, yeah. and it is schmaltz yeah, and yeah, yeah. in a perfectly directed, well developed yeah. way. And this is more subtle, where you just don't like you could miss it because it's just so fast. Yeah. But in His rewatching, is, you realize yeah. how important and huge mm-hmm. this moment is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? Forty-two. Only ten more. Um, got this, they were supposed to get stuck in the tractor beam, and Han had the idea of disrupting it through the mini ship. No, it would yeah. have slowed it down. Like yeah. a, a lot of this is like things they were thinking about the Kessel Run, which would have just slowed it down. Like yeah. that yeah. Kessel Run, I was not a huge fan of it the first time I watched it, and I feel like mm-hmm. every time I watch it, it moves faster and faster yeah. for me. I actually really appreciate the the speed of it, and yeah. I see things in it. It's very subtle yeah. in ways, and that scene when the Falcon flips and hits the Tie Fighter. It's great. It's amazing. Yeah, it's great. Like it's yeah. one of the best space action scenes in all of Star Wars that just yeah. can go past you again. Like mm-hmm. this movie, you can miss so much if you're not really watching it. Yeah. Right. Has ultimate rewatch value. Yeah. And it was great how they used that to um, 
to get the Suma Kumbum Meow Meow um, off their tail. Like, with oh. the, like they had to get rid of the nose, you know, ship yes. as, yeah. you know, eventually. Oh, the Suma Verminoff? The Suma Verminoff, thank you. There's another special feature where they talk about making the Millennium Falcon, and they have a picture of Lando's Millennium Falcon and then Han's Millennium Falcon and New Hope. Yeah. And how... Like everything that happens in the Kessel Run basically wrecks it down. Yeah, to yeah, making yeah. it Han ship of like having to rebuild it. And I just love that of like the, yeah. the 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 joy of destroying the Falcon to get yeah. it to be like Han's joy. Of this right. He's like, no, up. it's perfect just yeah. the way it is. Yeah. Get some new landing gear on there. Yeah. Uh, let's see, forty three. Just really going on and on about how awesome um, the sound design is and of the Kessel Run, and yep. says that. Uh, it's also kind of where is it? Um, uh, I put this triumph or something. Like it's just, I mean, yeah, yeah. I bet like through headphones, yeah. it's there's so much ear candy there. I bet it's amazing. Or yeah. a five, five. I, was, I actually watched it with headphones on yesterday, and it's a, it's a spectacular sequence. I really, really like it. Oh, and I think he's going on. And I wrote after that, watch this in a plane on with turbulence. Because that's how I watched this last time, and yeah. it was amazing. Like I was just literally the only time the planet turbulence was when during the Kessel Run, and I'm just like jostling in my seat, and everyone else is terrified, Yay! and I'm like just fly over Chicago, high end like, headphones. Yeah, everyone else freaking out, and I'm just yeah. clapping like an idiot because I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> that is so great. Yeah, that's so great. But that wasn't always the original case for the introduction to the Summa Verminoth. They were no. going to land on a Ridley Scott type planet. And it was going to have lots of Lovecraftian creatures and monsters and things like that. That's what got excited. That's what got uh, Captain Kennedy excited to go look at like frilled Frilled sharks sharks and giant giant squids and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, Which is cool. Like I really like that. She's like, let me help. I love it. I can almost see that. I can see that beat. You know what I mean? Where it's like spooky, nameless planet, like creatures and Beckett. And they're all like just harrowing and they're all like worried for a moment and they get off. Yeah, I agree, though. I think it would have, the pit stop would have killed them. As they say, the pit stop would have killed the momentum of the Kessel Run. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's almost like, like a time it. trial, right? It's better as like a time trial. It right. is. It's supposed yeah. to be really fast. I yeah. like that scene. That scene would have been fun, but I just think there it would have been like, wait, we're just like, you can't yeah. have a chase and then suddenly just a pit stop. I, lo- I love that he immediately just tells the first person he sees. And like, that's the beginning of the myth, right? Yeah. Like, what if that guy, that random guy that like, you know, took out their coaxium, who's like, just like, Blank face doesn't respond at all, but Han's like, oh, "I just did the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs," yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the guy's just like, "Yeah, whatever." Okay, Where's your sweet. thing? Well, but tongue, like, he might have told like one guy, out, right? and then like that guy told two guys, yeah. and those two guys told. Yeah, that's. I think that's one of the things that kind of is jarring for me is when when uh, Kira and Han are in the cape closet, and Kira's like, "You don't know what I've done. If I if you if you found out what I did, if I told you what yeah. I've done, like you wouldn't look at me the same way." And then you find out that the people like tongues were cut out of severine at the end and you're like did she do that like did was she with crimson dawn when that oh, happened like i right. just i never really understood that i don't know either it's, oh, that's right he didn't say anything because he didn't have a tongue yeah yeah, that's, yeah, yeah so you yeah. i'm speaking to what you were talking right about. so he probably didn't talk too much about the castle yeah <laughs> so hans just like well, he can sign he could sign yeah. or he can write yep um, in the I'm sand, sure. he could have just written in yeah. the sand. Awesome. I mean, I'm sure he still communicates with people. <laughs> yeah, Griff. Um, and but, like now, I mean, they're the keepers of the you know of the run, really, because yeah. like that's where you end up. Now, Kira has a dark, dark past that we're not aware yeah. of, which actually would lend credence to your idea of, of making her really dark mm. in the really second dark, one. Because if she's yeah. back in the life completely, does she like start to just fully take take yeah. that over, take that role? Not yeah. not in the way it would like look like Ashtage Ventress, but similar, you know. Yeah. That's why I don't yeah. think she could go bald. I think maybe something some hair Something in between. Yeah, just do a very short haircut Pixie. or something or yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Sabarine. Oh, we just talked about that. Oh, no. Uh, no, 45. Sabarine. Um, it was a very difficult shoot because it was in the sand. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it sounds like they're just similar to what they and went, went through and all the other ones taking Tunisia. place in deserts. So, yeah. yeah. But it was he, hard. He, he did say, though, it was like, he's like, when you just like looked towards the set. Yeah. It was like, I felt like I was on a planet yes. in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Which is really cool. I correct, imagine that's a great feeling. Correct me if I'm wrong, but in Dryden's study, it's Chewbacca who comes up with going to Sabrine. Yeah, he does. Wow. Yeah, he's the one yeah, who that's interesting. He growls, like, right? And then like, yeah. 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 Han's neck is yeah, like yeah, in the noose. And so is Beckett's. And then he's just like, Severine, we could go there. And yeah. they're like, yes, we could. Yeah. <laughs> that might be my favorite scene in the movie, actually, the yeah. negotiation. Of it's the, really good. The There's so many great scenes. The Chewie stuff film. is always yeah. just yeah. killer, man. I such cry a at the campfire scene when Chewie talks it's about really his family. Oh, I, like, I cry. I that's where it's I either cry. Another, that's another family. Yeah. Crime that's movie. Where cry or family. And Beckett says, Beckett says, what's is there the difference? Yeah. Yeah. What's oh, the difference? Man, I just like, love that. Yeah, it cuts deep. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. And it's like the longest like soliloquy of Chewbacca it ever. Is, right? it is. He like talks for a while. And, and they're in like rap like <laughs> yeah. that they're talking about in the in the script, every all of Chewie's stuff was written out in basic in, yeah, in English. And, and so that Aaron when he yes. would read it and know exactly what was being said. Mm. And that script's out there somewhere and we should find it. Oh yeah. We, we should, should find we should, and yeah. highlight all of those quotes. Yeah. And I think that was great. And I think like just you, this is the best Chewie we've gotten, I think, in any yeah. of the movies because we get the most of him. Right. And like, and also there's a scene where it's just showing like another behind the, the scene just about Chewie and Jonas's portrayal. Mm-hmm. And there's like a five minute or like a three minute clip of him just like doing stunt work and exercising. Mm-hmm. And you get to watch Chewie yes. doing barrel rows, rolls yeah. and like yeah. jumping over stuff. And I'm like, that's yeah. awesome. They and did one thing that we missed because they took it out, but they did like, it was like a power, like Wookiee power slam or a five flying yeah, punch right. that was like 25 <laughs> feet long. Yeah. Like a, like leap. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. yes. Like but, we know these creatures are super athletic. Or like a Superman so moment cool. would be nice. I know we got the, the unlinking of the tram with the conveyance job, but like, it would be cool if he lifted, like, I don't know, lifted something over his head. It was yeah, that'd be really cool. You know what I mean? Like, I will, and I agree, but I will take him doing that body slamming that guard. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. Any day of the week, like yeah. that. Like, <laughs> I just, like, we finally get to see Chewie wreck stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, yeah. Uh, I'll never forget see. when he rips off those guys' ar- that guy's arm. Oh, that and, was so good, And Ben too. said nice at the exact same <laughs> yeah. time as Han. I remember yes. hearing that in the theater. I just started like, laughing. Like, I didn't hear Han say nice. I heard you No, say that's nice. I heard Ben, too. That's yeah. why I was laughing. Yeah, yeah. Um, 26 uh, Aaron Kelly uh, Kellyman who plays uh, Emphis Nest just they talk about who found her I think um, looks like Nina Gold and uh, Lord Miller found her mm-hmm. um, they're great She'd lo- he'd love to see more of Emphis Nest when we that's all- interesting when we she, all- to, uh, yeah. Emphis Nest was kind of I, I always thought Emphis Nest was kind of late addition but it seems like Emphis Nest was a major it character it does seem always. like a very Ron Howard thing I assume it, but it's yeah, not it's- I, this is going to be like Justice League where I can't figure out who actually did what in a lot of ways it's she's a great reverse. character she's so good yeah. apparently she's in a new version of Les Mids yeah currently. there's an epilogue yeah. in uh, the Mer Lafferty novelization where she actually gets to meet uh, Saw Gerrera and a young Jim oh cool yeah that's hmm. uh, yeah, really cool with uh, two tubes, ben, uh, a benthic two tubes. I don't think two tubes is there. Oh, but she's a uh, two tubes with Emphis. Yeah, he's enough, a cloud so. rider yeah, at yes. that point, or she, um, or it, whatever yeah. benthic is. And then, yeah. then the next one, we know that we originally in the original dra- in in many drafts, Emphis Nest number two was Mercenary Bosk. Oh, Very I, cool. Why wouldn't you do that? 
Like, so wait, can you explain this to me? Because I didn't understand what. So wait, mercenary number two. So wait, Enfys Ness was Bosk or her like second? Her second. No, her, her number second. two. Like her number two. Oh, her so it wasn't Weasel. It was Bosk. Yeah, yeah. Because and, uh, he loves Bosk. That's. I see why that doesn't work though. And I see why like Story Group and other people would disagree with that because yeah. Bosk is just nefarious. Like, yeah, he's he's yeah. just a cl- straight up. Yeah. looking for money he's not yeah, part yeah. of the cause yeah I guess. yeah he yeah. wouldn't make sense that he would like abandon I think the rebellion that was, i think you're right. i think that's john kesson just trying to find a way to put boss in put him in there and he at least yeah. got a, at least got, got a, a name, name drop, check yeah. so that's can you that's imagine cool. if boss was in this movie though? oh man <sighs> I, I think a boss comic would be fun totally like, really yeah. fun yeah that'd be super fun yeah. you mentioned that earlier yeah. that's great yeah and he does i don't know if did we skip over it like where he talks about his favorite character Oh, we're getting there. I think we're getting okay. there. Are you favorite character from the prequels? Uh, favorite uh, character ever. He's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, that's why Han is my favorite, oh, character. favorite character. Except Besides, for Boss. Except for Boss. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, we did skip past that. It is one of those ones he yeah. does. Does it in a, in a parentheses. Yeah. yeah. Um, he must love Battlefront 2 because Bosk wrecks. Yeah. <laughs> that guy is, he is awesome in that game. He I'm, looks awesome. His, like, emotes are awesome. Mm-hmm. He plays awesome. He's awesome. He's got a great voice, too. Yeah. Game, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take... 48 because it makes me very excited so he talks about working with warwick davis yeah and the last line is um in phantom menace weasel uh but i think maybe it's time ron howard and i worked with warwick to bring back another legacy character he once played oh my oh sweet willow two willow Willow two (laughs) i grew up with willow that's like my that's why again i could tell he was watching willow as a kid like i was and And you can also tell he's like three like scotches deep at this point yeah that movie's garbage i was was trying to think of now it makes sense i was like oh that makes it like because i forgot ron howard did willow right yes but i um I was thinking Star Wars legacy character, and I'm like, Wicked? I, know. I thought Wicked. I was like, Oh, could be. Wicked. oh yeah. he it wants to do be. an Ewok standalone or something. Yeah, yeah. He does say legacy, so it could be. I don't know if Ewoks can come back. They're kind of a dated. I'm look. pretty sure like he you... names Willow. I hope so, Cause especially because he name checked Ron Howard. Like yeah, you wouldn't name yeah. check Ron Howard for yeah for Wicked, but for Wicked, right. that is weird. They says legacy, but I think it just means legacy in terms of yeah. Isn't isn't, isn't John work? Isn't John Kasdan working on uh, Indiana Jones? Isn't he like co-writing? Yes. co-writing he is. It? He is. He was brought in with to, his dad again. No, no, it's solo, not solo, solo <laughs> alone. He was brought in to fix the uh, fix the, the script. script. He was going to oh, script okay. doctor. What's that called? Yeah, script doctor or, or touch ups? No. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I used to do this. Uh, oh my god. Um, what's it called? Something ups. Oh my god. Flim flam. Yeah. We'll come to it. Yeah. I just um, I um, punch ups. <laughs> we were. Carly and I are watching Great British Baking Show, and I was making up for fake British names. We're watching that show too for uh, for things because they always talk about British, like they talk about things. And Carly's yeah. my British translator because yeah. she knows all. She was spent time, oh, and I'm yeah. like, "What does that mean?" And I was like, "I was just making up British terms when they were when they were like referring to them. Like, don't you mean like like yeah. like I can't remember what I was doing. Gorebones. Yeah, I'm like yeah, uh, fizzbop or something. Like I was just like naming <laughs> yeah. things. Where I was just like, yeah. she's like, stop it. <laughs> that's so funny as well. Um, 49 uh, whether you're surprised by Beckett's betrayal um, oh we were talking about this earlier it's yeah. kind of a, a reverse of Han with coming back to the Death Star yeah. which again I never picked up on this but it makes me love that even more I liked yeah. that Beckett betrayal that moment Yeah, and I knew it was coming I mean it wasn't I don't that sounds I don't want to be like I knew it was coming I wasn't shocked by the betrayal right. yeah, yeah. but I do like the fact that it is the reverse of A New Hope yeah yeah 
I didn't like it when I saw him come back in the door. I was just like, uh, okay, like I don't know. I just didn't do. Any, I, there was no like a yeah. dramatic pause there. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like whatever. Yeah. Like agreed. Back. It wasn't I was like, like okay. I wasn't either way. Like oh my god, it was kind of yeah. like oh this guy again. Like I yeah, kind of was like, like oh here he, you literally like, walked outside and walked back. You're like it just yeah. sounds, it's different it, when you fly in the Millennium like Falcon away and come back. Yeah, I, I did yeah. think it was Kira though. Like I, I, I had that moment where I was I was with. Han, where it was like, Kira, I don't believe you did that. And uh, then he was like, no, not Kira. And then I was upset that it was... Yeah, so um, it worked for you, which is good. It did, but yeah. I, I did hope that Boba Fett was going to come through that door. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, whatever. God, internet, ruined, ruined. internet ruined it again. Or Bosk or, you know, Dengar. Yeah. Anyone, right? Like, any any other right. thing could have been like, wow, like, that yeah. was this I guy. Was so but, I'm still so at the internet. I was new if we were going to get, if we were going to get any surprise visit from a character, I knew it was going to be Darth Maul because of the internet, and that just bummed me out. So mm-hmm. I, didn't, I wasn't at all yeah. at that moment thinking, like, because I figured... You were like, when yeah. is he coming? I and you were like, you waiting if, for the door to open and be like, Phantom Menace all over again. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah. Like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, get some yeah. oil, man. It's like, I believe! Yeah. You're ahead of a crime syndicate. You can afford yeah. oil for those legs. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, I know. Those were not. Those were like his most steampunk like legs he's had in his whole... Mm-hmm. I, I, so we'll, we'll get there. Uh, 50, Kira's Betrayal. Um, so again, this was always intended to be just the first and second act of Kira and Han's story. The third act, the resolution of Han and Kira has yet to be told. That's to be told. So it's supposed to be the second act, which. So wait, that was the second act. Was right? the betrayal at the end. Yes. And the third act would come in another right. film. Which, which is like, they, think, they'll come together again and he'll. This realize. is really, you can yeah. see him at this point going, please give us another movie. <laughs> so yeah. the reason I'm rushing to 51, because he talks about. If you felt like it was a cheap stunt, I suppose that's fair. But the truth is that Maul was built into the design of Solo in many subtle ways. And he go, kind of goes through. Well, we know that's not true. No, we not. know Crime Boss was it was, yes. it was written titled Crime Boss for the longest time. And yeah. they didn't know which character. I think they with. backtracked. I think once they figured out it was Maul, they went in and dropped these subtle oh, things. Yeah, like yeah. renamed Crimson Dawn and the Crimson yeah. Dawn. Or, right. or it was just they named it Crimson Dawn and went, oh, well, then Maul we makes sense. Crimson but it wasn't like they knew. Stop being yeah. Lucas. Like It's not like you knew this was, right. was Maul in in version one of the draft but he says for maul was destined to pass through solo as the ultimate star wars um keep I kaiser soze kaiser, kaiser soze, soze. my response was okay still don't love it i that's the one moment like everything else i've kind of gotten more yeah. more bearish or bullish i can't remember which that makes no be. sense though i don't know wait um, what makes some sense the, uh, maul? the kaiser soze like reference in maul because it's like we know maul yeah i guess there's like i guess there's like trinkets and things like that lying around that hint right. to him actually that's right so Kaiser Suze is looking at the wall of all the things and that's where he's putting uh, it so didn't we talk about so the, the, the office like, is the, didn't we, the wall honestly if Kira knew about Maul and like there was maybe a hollow message earlier and then maybe a, a, a Dathomir scene at yeah. the end of the film I think we all would have been like way more uh, giving to this this, no. this route I think we'd be fine <laughs> no? but she, she like she takes the ring she knows the ring does a thing and this yeah. is how he communicates with his overlord she doesn't know who it is she's very trepidatious as she uses it she yeah, knows yeah. the mechanics but you can see the acting's great like she you can see she's very trepidatious about doing this yeah. she doesn't know who she'll see and she's like okay I know you're my report and this is what happened and yeah know, and he's like you're in what if you see I, him in a hollow message and it's just you don't know who it is like it's just a hooded figure and um what's his name and you hear the, the whitward lines. voice the you Whitmer, hear like sam whitward yeah. voice but like that's it and then you then the film you know it's still highly mysterious to maybe that i don't know i i don't know because the drop at the end is almost like laugh out loud it's it, like really weird I, it's just strange 
Carly noticed I was watching this on the plane and literally I'm like, cause up to that moment, I'm like in, I'm in, I'm in, and I'm just sitting up and watching it. And then she literally sees me slouch. <laughs> and that's what I do every time Maul shows up, I'm like, <laughs> and I hate to be like super negative, but yeah. Brian asked this off air, like some of the questions I may ask is the one thing you could change in solo. That's literally it. Yeah. Yeah. And I like Maul in the comics or cartoons, but like, just, just no, it, that felt like the most, yeah. Because for a movie that doesn't try hard, too hard, for two hours, right, to try so freaking hard at the end, if, well, it just, just it needed a beat. It needed you know what I was beat. Yeah. Sure, I, I like it. That's fair. That's I'll fair. be on the other I, side. That's of that fair. And I, like, and I feel bad. Like I don't want to be like it needed to be someone. It could have been Jabba. Yeah, it could. I thought it was Emperor Palpatine actually as we were going around. Like yeah. I saw the leak too, but my I, I thought it was Palpatine when I first saw the yeah. hood. I didn't even see it the totally. Leg. I think I maybe like, well, that's what they were going for. And, like Palpatine was like pulling the strings for like to get this crime yeah. syndicate, but that would have been really All weird right. too because it's really kind of a. Stretch. There's a couple. Th- I'll just pose a couple changes, and you guys tell me if you like. Sure. Yay or nay. Um, the door opens instead of Becky coming out. It's like the head of the Pike Syndicate, who we know was uh, Shizor at one point, right? Maybe. Maybe, maybe. I don't the know. Pikes but, the Pikes are the Pikes. And then they're like, they're like, they're like race, really. Yeah. Or whatever. And the Pikes, uh, some toll site, whatever the guy is from the Kessel Mines, shows up in the door or something like that. And then they, they're like, oh, we made a bigger deal to like, you know, sell you back to them because they know you stole the quaxing or something like that. It works, but it's not as exciting to me. I and think the, you would have had an equal problem with people going, wait, who's that? Right. You know, okay, yeah. going yeah. to be like with this character yeah. that was so here the Pikes had an hour and a half or, or an hour ago. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Sorry. What if, it was a no, no, no. I'm just trying to pose yeah. like different routes around things. What if, what if Darth Maul? What if, what if Darth Maul's built in, but like, and Kira's met him before, talked to him before, uh, Dryden's talked to him before, obviously I... serves him, and then maybe like Kira sends them to save Dryden, who then like we later introduced to Maul, like in a different so, format. So I think we talked a bit about this. I, I maybe I would have been more sold on Maul is if earlier you see Dryden talking to someone in the hollow projector, maybe a hood figure, Kira walks in and Sanchi yep. walks in. The, zoop, zoop. Yeah. Like just we don't know who he's talking to, but we know it's someone hooded. Yeah. And then maybe that makes more of a reveal. I think the thing with this, even though I know this is not the case, is that it felt like they were done with the entire movie and then the like the executives came in and go, put in Darth Maul. Like like do you know what I mean? Like it felt mm-hmm. like such a like a like, I think it's John Cass all yeah. the way, though. I think it he, is. he loves I, so Darth Maul. I preface it again. I know that's not what happened. Yeah, yeah. 100%, no, 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 yeah. But it feels like, like that, that. And yeah, it right. drives me nuts. So I feel like, yes, if it's played into it a little more, like, who is this mysterious leader? Like, like Ron Howard almost like, gives right, into it. Then, and yeah, he's just like, sure, this is going to, this is what you want. It's fine. fine I have really no attachment to the crime boss character. Yeah. So you're looking like Kira's point of view. Yeah, you see, like you know, the doors are just opening, or she went into, you know, yes, and and like he's just clicking off and... the the hollow projection, and you just see the black cloaked figure, yes. and maybe a robot leg or something. Yeah, some little hints, and then you get the reveal yeah. at the end. At the and end, then and then she's like, "Oh, there's a guy around. above a guy, yeah, above this guy," and then yeah. like, then you see who it is. Yeah, and that might that might help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be great. cool. It'd be, it'd be cool person. if there's also yeah. like a. Uh, like a foreshadowing of Han's relationship with the Force in this film. A not he comes in contact with someone who uses the Force. You can't, like that. you know, you nah, can't. Yeah. But um, possibly maybe like a I don't know, like a spice smoking shaman who like talk tells him he's lucky or something like yes. that for like yeah. a scene. You know what I mean? Something like that. And there's kind of a Force connection with that shaman character. But I that'd be cool. something yeah. like that would be cool. Because then he, he just doesn't, bl- and then he he blatantly doesn't believe. No, anything. I thought I really thought. Two hours into this movie, we're gonna get through an entire Star Wars movie without the Force. Yeah, that's so <laughs> which I was. You saw the Force in Solo. How do you feel? 
which I was really excited about in a weird way. And I love The Force, but I'm like, it's not, it doesn't have to be in every movie. Like, The Force is a special thing. It's not in everyone's life. It's not all of it, right? And so, so even when we started Darth Maul, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to call it. What kills Darth Maul for me is when he pulls Both the lightsaber light, yeah. over. Oh. And it's just you like, guys, why do you hate fun? I know. And I'm <laughs> not normally. Kids. Yeah, the like, kids I love, love that, dumb like, yes, fun The kids things. and Ben yeah. loves lightsabers. I know. And I and new lightsabers that have been uh, yeah. reclaimed from Inquisitors that he's presumably murdered. I do like yeah. that take. By I, the you way. know what I would have loved in Solo? is like, He's like, why is this thing spinning? You know what I would have loved in Solo? Just like a yeah. really weird, like, Lynchian moment where he's, like, walking through Coronet Spaceport and there's, like, Inquisitors, like, in the corner. Oh. And you get, like, just a cutaway of them for, like, a half yeah. a second. Because yeah. it cuts right back to Solo. Yeah. And you're, like, done. You never see anything else ever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would have been nice. And it's like eerie, you know, it's yeah. like very eerie for like yeah, half was, a second. Yeah. Sets up Vader, it sets up like the just, whole thing if you want to. I want to make it clear, I love this movie and I like it more and more every time I watch it. But just the one thing I would change. Like if, if that was posed to me, that would just mm. be that. If it's in there, it's fine. It doesn't ruin, quote unquote, ruin the film for me. It just bums me up. That's like almost the last. I just love we have that last, that last scene of him winning of just Lando in a space Hawaiian shirt because then I'm like because literally you can see me perk back up and I'm like I'm back in that planet's like, so, awesome yeah, too I don't yeah, know yeah, I so, forget which planet that is yeah that was a really cool so planet thank thank God it's the last scene is not so is not Darth Maul and then credits because right, then I would yeah. feel I think I'd feel differently about the cheap, film yeah. Yeah. yeah no it was a good it was a great poster because you get the core of the film right you get Han and Chewie and the Falcon and like yes. that's that's where we want to be yeah. where this thing all comes together um, so is that it? Is that all 52? Uh, 52. The last one was him just basically talking about the disappointment and what happened. And he said it's pro- he thinks it has much more to do with the foreign box office than the U.S., which I agree with. Yeah. I mean, it just did nothing. But yeah. we also have Bob Iger admitting today that it yeah. was a timing issue and it's his fault. Yeah. And so yeah. that could signify they, the solo. I, like they are doing a lot of explanation of like, no, the fans like it, which they do. They do. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't a failure. It just was a disappointment. That's a very yeah. different. Yeah. That's a very different narrative to say yeah. disappointment as opposed to failure. Right. right. Um, and that's and the word that he keeps using. He's used at the beginning. He's like, no yeah. one ever wants to be well, called a disappointment. Well, you look at brand value but, and yeah. it didn't really pull its weight in the box office. No. Ver- you know, in in relationship with its... And like, they're trying to explain why that has nothing to do with the making of the film or the quality of the film, yeah. which I agree with. I think it all all these things. Um, and then he says, and then and then Kazan says, personally, I think there are great Star Wars movies to be made that just don't need to cost quite so much. Agreed. We've talked Agreed. about that. Yeah. If this no was movie made, needs to cost nope. $400 million. Yeah. And the last line, I quite like, given the way Hollywood and culture at large seem to run from anything labeled as labeled a disappointment, the odds seem that they're against it happening anytime soon. But I suppose Han wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. That's a great way to end it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that's Han. Don't tell him the odds. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But we'll you know what? So it's not going to come out in 2020, right? It's no. Not, there's not going to be that. Um, but it, I don't know, but maybe 2021. Maybe. You do start bumping up against time issues, right? Because it's 10 years before. Actually, it could be 2020. Mm. Like, they could do the Boba movie in 2020. They have to act fast, though. Real fast. They have to be These like, actors right are now. changing. Their schedules are filling out. Right. Things are happening. Like, But we know we have, we have writers and directors for Boba Fett, right? Yeah, yeah. supposedly, right? Supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, yeah. I just don't uh, know right. what right, so not, Yeah, not 2020, but yeah. maybe 2021. Like maybe I that's think, a bridge. And, I think because I feel like Benioff and Weiss and I think uh, 2022 is a drop dead date. 
I think we leave the OT yeah. behind and we just move towards a new era of Star Wars. Like, yeah. I'm just which they're going. Like, we're we're okay like, now. We can survive. Think, like we've they've held our hands long enough to like. Do you think Benioff and Weiss are going to have a movie by 2021? If they're they're still, it looks like they're not going to be done with uh, Game of Thrones until I think uh, Johnson 2019 summer 2019. Like, no. I think Ryan Johnson's movie comes out before theirs. So Ryan Johnson has another movie he's working on right now. Yeah, but it's a smaller movie, right? Like, it's not. Yeah, it'll be like it's, a, it's a couple three months. Shoot, yeah, four months. It's not shoot, like a probably. huge thing, but he's like, already worked six months of post production. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Knives Out. I don't. That's probably going to be not that much post, right? Yeah, it's just like a basic crime noir. Editing, kind of thing, just right? mostly editing stuff, right? Not right. tons of specials. Uh, but I feel like yeah. I feel like he also has worked with Star Wars, so he can hit the ground running, knowing what like the pace yeah. of it is, knowing what the scheduling is. I feel like he has a, his task is more monumental, though. It's like you have to yes. create a new trilogy that's in the vein of the original trilogy and Star Wars, and what we know, saga films and all that right. kind of stuff. Whereas D.B. White, Benioff Weiss can just go back to like a different right. time and just tell entire, a story. Yeah. yeah. And, go, but, I mean, and, and also, change the structure up. They need to create a whole history, though, yeah. unless yeah. they really borrow from Knights of the Old Republic well, or you know any of. Well, the, they have a whole story group to help them. But set designs are also completely new. Yeah, yeah. The architecture is going to be completely, completely new, as opposed mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson's. You could probably borrow off a lot of what's already been done. Mm-hmm. I, I still or think, solo. Yeah, or solo. I think they're going to slow play. I think their slow play move is going to be doing more live action stuff on the streaming platform for a while i think that's what they're going to do it's lower cost lower risk yeah. right because favreau's They'll have favreau's out. will be the first thing we see before any other movie and then i think you're going to get limited series runs a lot of places like yeah the dc streaming app is doing a lot of these limited series runs uh they're already announcing it with marvel i think you're going to get some of these so i think the next time my call is the next time we see lando donald glover's lando is in a limited series uh okay yeah video on demand yeah i i hope we get a lando feature film release. i do as well like that's what i, I hope what I happens i hope we get yeah i hope what you guys are saying how it's like gonna go haunt it's gonna go solo lando and then a combined story of so of Han and lando in the third film yeah. would be kind of interesting you yeah. know what boba fett boba fett do we need see. a trilogy what's that do we need no a we don't no, need a trilogy. it could be a better it could be a duology. it could be a duology they could do this in one movie of just han yeah. lando I mean, they could do a Han Lando. They could do a time jump too. It could be like they don't run into each other for five years, ten, yeah, or ten years, you know. And it's like right before a New Hope. Because we just need to get them to the point where we understand why he's hesitant to go see him on Cloud City and why, right. and why Lando yeah, can play exactly. That. Yeah, no, that's we already told them the story. Yeah, like they, and you could have Kira stuff wrapped up right. too. Because yeah. Bespin doesn't make sense yet, right? Nah. Like they don't feel like they've gone through some s, but they haven't like. They haven't, they're not close enough to no. be like, huh, nobody. I mean, almost, right? Close. You need one more grand adventure. Right. You need yeah. one more grand adventure. I feel adventure. like uh, you could do like uh, Sonostaros, middle chapter, and then go back to Kira, like the third film, possibly. Yes. If you're going to do a third film, I if, if you're going to do a trilogy, trilogy yeah. yeah, I think that's good pacing. I think, yeah. Yeah. Because it would be nice if Kira's off doing other stuff for a while. Yeah. Really getting going dark. Yeah. yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, they could do it. I don't know. I would say even money on twenty twenty, uh, Solo could be there. That could be the movie. I think there's plenty of time. I think they're waiting. I think I there's they, plenty there's plenty of time, but they got to start ramping up soon. And I think they are a bit gun shy after the quote unquote backlash off of Last Jedi. Yeah, even just twenty twenty. I think I meant twenty twenty one. Yeah, that made the most sense. Because right, even though the money was there, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like the biggest movie ever. Yeah. Solo was a disappointment. 
so they're just pumping the brakes because they need from a financial from a from a brand standpoint they need whatever epics episode nine is going to be to be the biggest freaking thing ever and so i think they are very hesitant to talk about the future until that i don't think we're gonna hear a lot until january 2020 about what the future of star wars looks like that would be i don't know kind of crazy because like we have so much downtime i I think we'll still hear a little bit going on with um benny off and weiss and i think there's better standalones to make than solo though like a young leia standalone would be fun like there's so many fun ideas out there right which is why which is why if by bob Iger's right and for young boss young dengar so basically young boss do we just do we just replay the episode of the original star trek series of uh of him fighting bosk on a planet (laughs) by the way star trek did it first it's just freaking bosk on a planet sorry um oh that nerd just went back into a coma uh so um I was going to say is uh, I, th- I think I, that Bob Iger, if he's honest about pumping the brakes, which I think is not true, I think he's mostly just like saying stuff to calm people down. Yeah. That limits the ability for these standalone films. Yeah. But you do, I don't know, fat. Yeah. All right. We'll see. We'll if see. we do we, one, year, if we only do too. one a year, it limits the ability of standalone films with the, with the multiple right. series right. going on. They'd be fillers, but I feel like it, yeah. They still want two a year. They want to get back there. You think they want to do two I, a year? I think I think that's their long plan. She's like, they we're pumping money. the brakes until 2019. Uh, right, until everyone gets <laughs> yeah, Star Wars fever you're not again. Gonna get and a, the theme yeah. park's open and people are going nuts. Right. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, it's like 500 days between Solo mm-hmm. and Episode Nine. Like, that's pumping the brakes. People were clamoring for more Star Wars after Force Awakens. People were not clamoring for more Star Wars after The Last Jedi. Not for... Because they knew they had a movie in six months. Because they were having... And it's a bummer of a film at times, right? So it's not like this joyous It's also like an evolution of style. Yeah. uh, The style's changing slightly just to be more incorporating of new ideas and new new perspectives and new themes and new... uh, I still think it's like the perfect middle of a trilogy. But like middle of a trilogy usually is not a happy thing going, yay... Let's have Weirdly more, enough, though, like, we do get we do get odd catharsis moments that you wouldn't we think do. would be in the middle of trilogy. I know. That whole end, so like everyone just kind of. I don't brain. think it's perfect for yeah. that very reason. Yeah, I think fair that, enough. I think there's there's catharsis. Yes, it's I, weird. Yeah, you're no, like, you're oh, wow, this, yeah. this has happened. Well, uh, anything else you want to talk about with this? Make a nice even three hour. Let's pod get to four. Or? Let's go one more hour. <laughs> one more one hour. More hour. <laughs> one more hour. No. Uh, We're only nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. One more. Hour. Listen, both of you guys that are listening right now, thank you so much. <laughs> that made it through. <laughs> We're gonna give you a keyword. You can plug it in somewhere. No. <laughs> That's right. And we will send you your own chewini. Um. All right. Cool. Uh, did you? Do you have any questions? I, I was only half kidding. I know Grant had some like. No, I don't. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask. Uh, no, we can. We can. Let's save it, it for the next one. Let's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, this was awesome. Uh, wow, I didn't realize I had this many thoughts. But thanks to John, uh, Kasdan, yeah, Favreau, uh, for both of them. Yeah, both of them really, <laughs> but mostly yeah, Kasdan for doing Kasdan, that that dip you know deep list of crazy factoids. My parents that was really told great. me. And um, thanks for Andy Circus for doing like really cool things, like maybe being in the next movie. Yeah, um, that made this. Super <laughs> if great. not, I hope you're feeling better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Just sick. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm not. I hope your aunt pulls through. Um, <laughs> yeah. So thanks very much for listening, and uh, may the force be with you.